Yes, yes, people. We, <clears throat> we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Manchester United Liverpool show, Mandem United podcast, analysis at Anfield podcast. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United or Liverpool related, please, people. Of course, as always, make sure you hit the like button on the video, whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back on the YouTube, hit that like button, share across all the socials as well, all them social media apps you are indeed active on, share across all the socials, make sure you're following me at That's Me Flawless and at Sarcasm City TV across all socials and on top of those two things, make sure you subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well, it is rolled to 8,000 subscribers, I believe we're under 20 away now, so we are going to hit 8,000 subscribers in the next few days but <clears throat> let's hit that like button share across all the socials so hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell when you do so as well people we got ram in the building also i think hey is ram you there what are you saying yeah, yeah i'm here man i'm good i'm good yeah, i'm good, I'm good. I think obviously you had your headphones issues, so we got Ram in the building, and we got a special guest as well, making his debut on the channel too long, I literally said that to him before the show started, that I should have had him on beforehand, doing great work on his own channel, you see him on other channels, including the Big Six, obviously, uh, Big Six Bands, sorry, which um, we work closely with, shout out to Monts and the whole Big Six Bands gang gang, but man from GTV Football, man like G is in the building, yes my brother, what are you telling me, you good? I'm all blessed, my bro. Like, um, like Flawless said, bro. Like, well, I've been dying to come on the channel. I can't even lie, man. Watch it every evening when it comes to this time as well. This is my chill time. Yeah, you know I'm saying. And big up, um, everyone in the chat. One thing I will definitely say, and this ain't no, you know what I'm saying no, like cap or nothing like that. When it comes to the evening chill time, you guys should be listening to Flawless. He's the only one at this time that is actually giving you some real good football insights and stuff like that. So, yo, today we're here to chat, man. It's a chat, man. Oh, yeah, and big up Ram, man. Big up Ram, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you had Ram. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's already started, man. It's already. You know what? Let's start there. What is it? What did I miss between you two that has gone on? In it? I want to know. We'll start with you, because G was on his case before we started, people. Called him a up. And I hear that because Ram is an up. So, go on, what is it? Bro, what this is what I'm saying. When you're, when you, if you're calling him an up, then you already know. Yeah, I'm trying to say, no, 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 Rams is my guy. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Rams is my guy. Make sure you guys also get going over to um, Rams' channel as well and subscribe yes, to his YouTube channel, please. The link's in the title. And then someone, and Warrior Jay's already dropped G's channel in the t in the chat as well. So make sure you subscribe. Big up, Warrior, man. G's channel is in the title, is in the channel, in the comment section, sorry. And Rams' channel is in the title. But yeah, he is a up, but shout out to Ram. He a real one, but yeah, <laughs> is is what it is. But large up to you lot in the chat also as well. Big up, Sheik. I see you as well says why can't manchester united just be normal man it's toxic out here not gonna lie hey keeping up at carrington man that's that's what we're on man season three episode six typical manchester united you already know big up to warrior j in the cut as well dan g i see you robert i see you as well ravante as well so large up everybody that is indeed tapped in <clears throat> you lot are all real ones let's bump up the lights because we ain't even at double figures yet so let's do that get your questions in as you can see from the title uh what we are going to be discussing mainly today liverpool are they the surprise challengers to manchester city are they the closest team to manchester city can they challenge them can they win the league title and of course sancho has deleted the tweet so is he now all good but we'll go to ug first and foremost where do you have, like, have you been surprised by liverpool start or was you expecting it because you have got 10 points from 12 has it, has it, yeah, has it surprised you? And are you looking, do you believe you're the closest to um, Manchester City in terms of challenging? 
Um, in terms of being close to Manchester City, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a... We'll, we'll wait and see. It's, it's, it's still kind of early. You get what I'm trying to say? I feel it's still kind of early in order for us to really say we know who Man City are. I think everyone else is really battling really for that second place to try and challenge Manchester City at the moment. But in terms of the surprise, yeah, 100%, man. I didn't um, I didn't really feel like we were going to um, pick up the points that we did at the beginning of the season. So the fact that we've got 10 from 12, that's dope. You hear what I'm trying to say with the only, what I say, downside being against, um, uh, what do you call it, against Chelsea. Chelsea in the first game of the season. So you're looking at that thinking, all right, at the end of the day, you've gone away to Stamford Bridge, you've gone away to St. James's Park, you beat Aston Villa, obviously Bournemouth or Bournemouth. So, you know, that, that one you expect to win. Right now, you know what I mean, I, I can't say nothing against Liverpool. As much as Liverpool annoy the hell out of me, I can't say nothing. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I, I got to give the praise where where the praise is due. And in terms of getting the wins, I don't agree with the football, but the wins, the wins are the wins. And right now, it's not really of a concern to me when it comes to Liverpool and, you know, you know, in terms of like the way we're playing right now, I'm just like, all right, just get the Ws. Obviously, if we're still playing like this come December times, yeah, we're going to be having a conversation. What is it about the football that you don't actually like? What is it? I think with Klopp, it's obviously on the eye. If you don't watch Liverpool enough, you'll look at things and you'll just say, all right, well, you're winning, you're scoring. And all of that is all true. It's all factual. Liverpool scoring goals. Um, you've got a couple of players who are playing, obviously, I would probably say pretty decent. But as an overall, when you know what these players are capable of, like, well, I've, I know what these guys are capable of. I know what they can really do. We've seen these guys in their pop. We've seen the Trents, the Van Dykes, the Salas, the, you know, the Robos and all these kind of guys. I've seen these guys in their pump. So when I'm watching them now, I'm like, you're trying to play a type of football that don't, in my opinion, doesn't really suit the kind of players that we've got at the moment. But guess what? You're getting the Ws now. So maybe this is something that could potentially work moving forward. And if it is, then you can, you can sit there and say, you know what? Maybe this was always the intended plan. I've got reservations about that, though. I think it's something that's going to potentially hinder us moving forward. That's why I'm a little bit like, eh. But again, right now, you can't say anything. They're getting the wins. They're moving forward, undefeated in, what's it, 15 games. Things are moving at this current moment in time. I just don't know if this is going to be sustainable. And I think that's where sometimes the fan base, there'll always be a little bit of friction. People who agree with me, people who don't agree with me, because it will always be that case of, but we're winning, though. But sometimes when you're winning, you know, sometimes you can almost see it's like, yeah, I, I can see you're moving too fast. You're moving too fast. It's like when you broke up for you as well. she might not even be the one. You breaking up a little bit there, G. Yeah, the last couple of moments. Yeah, yeah. Is it back? Uh, yeah, you're back. Say something. Yeah, you're, you're back. You're a bit I'm going to leave and come back. I'm going to yeah, leave yeah, and come yeah. back. No stress. That's all good. Give me a chance. Ryan's in the building as well. Yes, little bro. What are you saying? You good? Yeah, man, you're good. Yeah, good, yeah, man, man, good. Yeah, big up all you, man. It's good to finally stream with G, man. I mean, he's just gone light, but yeah, man. He's a good guy, already? man. But yeah, G, yeah, yeah, he is 100%. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. <laughs> that was such a terrible timing, genuinely. <laughs> it really was. You can tell him when he comes back. You got Ram in the building as well with the fresh frames, white, clean white tea. You feeling fresh today, isn't it, Ram? Well, go on. Bro, you know I'm, I'm the opposite of fresh, man. I feel tired. Well, Yo, tired. Got tired, new, but you look Ram you got looking fresh. Specs, bro, you I got, got the new specs as well. The, the new spectacles. You got you got the new spectacles and a plain white tee. Yo, what happened to you today? What girl's number did you get that you feeling fresh <laughs> to death? What's going on? 
know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm Hair tired. freshly done and that, gelled and that. What's going on, Ram? No, it's you not. I'm saying? I'm tired. Are you sure? I'm tired. <laughs> you it's it's so... Sure? If you look at it proper, it's so out of place, bro. It's out of place as hell. Nah, that looks like in, that looks in place. You know what I'm saying? I can say new nah, spectacles, man. fresh white tea. All right, but yeah, G, you're back going. Carry on, say what you were saying, my guy. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's just one of them ones where, it's just like I said, with, with yeah, it's, it's just sometimes you, you can you can almost see that you're moving so quick that you don't really realize this might not really be right for you in the long term. Short term, like I said, I'm beating in 15 games, doing their thing. So people are obviously thinking, and Liverpool fans, rightly so, thinking that this might be the year we could do this, we can do that. For me, I'm just like, let me just wait and see again. If this continues up until like December time, of course, now we're really looking at this situation and saying, yo, this actually might really be the thing. But I, I can't really judge it right now. It's too early. It's way too early to be judging really anything. Heck, I can't even call Man City the, the, the winners of the Premier League at this moment in time until we see you know, a bit more longevity, you know, throughout the season. Okay. So, so that's you, just so the way I wait, feel. Right you, wait, you wait for more evidence before you start, like, making predictions in regards to who's winning the league, where teams are going to finish. Mm. All right, that's fair. That's fair enough. Ram, what do you say to that in mm. regards to the football you're playing? Do you have any concerns over, forget, like, the results and, like, performances? Do you have concerns long-term, like G said, about the football? Or are you cool with the football? Um, At this moment in time, obviously, if you're going off the base of the first four games, it's slowly improving. I can see slow improvements. Um. If you go off the first three games, I'm like, this is not sustainable. If we keep winning like this, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be long lasting. I think the Aston Villa game where we, in my opinion, I think we did really well. We dominated them and we kind of not allowed them to um go and counter us many times. Uh, that made actually made uh made us fear a little bit. Mm. That gave me a lot of confidence being like, okay, there's something there's something good that's happening and it's gonna we're gonna be working with it. And it could be something that could build up, build, we could build up and make a little a little charge um, up until January. So at this moment, it is baby steps. Um, the football is gradually getting better, but again, it's not at that level yet. We still have to go through a couple of tough tests, and once from there, we could actually analyze and be like, okay, this is where the squad is at this moment in time. But so far, it's been okay, man. It's been really, it's actually been actually quite good. We we got ten points. Only City have got more points than us, but they've got a perfect record. So, so far, so good. It's Ryan, what are you saying in regards to the football? Like, forget, like I said, forget results, forget performances. Do you have concerns with the football long term? Are you cool with it and going, yeah, we can keep getting results? I think the problem is it's still a bit unknown at mm. the moment as well. We're still not mm. fully sure what Klopp fully wants to implement as well. That's the thing. It's like, where does Gravenberch fit into all this? Like the Gravenberch, Gravenberch signing was a bit like, okay, he's a good player, but where does he fit into all this? He's he's clearly been brought in, I think, as a potential like starter, and then you're not going to drop either McAllister or Sabozlai. So it, it seems like all three of them, his eventual plan is to have them all um, three all play together at the end of the day. So I don't know how that's going to work. It, yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of unknowns. Could it work? Potentially, it's going to be interesting to see how Klopp tries to implement that. But that's the thing. We it sounds good on paper, you know. It sounds like you're going to be playing, you know, total, you know, this kind of total football system, you know, you know, technical midfield. But at the end of the day, the balance in there is a bit worrying. Is you do feel like you do need a more natural kind of defensive midfielder. Mm. 
And Endo just isn't that guy. Endo's just squad players, so and we don't have really have one. So that's the problem. I mean, the Villa game was very, very encouraging. I really like the Villa game because just the way mm-hmm. I've said this before, I think that's the best I've seen us play in terms of a total performance from start to finish in probably well over a year. Like well over a year to be honest. Not better than anything last season. I know we had like big wins last season, like the seven nil and stuff like that, but when you think about those games, they were spells we had in a game. Do you get what I mean? We would have mm-hmm. spells in a game where we would score three, four, five, whatever. Whereas the rest of the game, we weren't that great. But the <coughs> Villa game was something that we controlled the game from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And we never really gave them too much of a sniff, to be honest. Like So that was really encouraging. And I thought it was telling that McAllister played as the DM in that mm-hmm. game. And he played a midfielder, McAllister, Jones and Sabozlai. Um which kind of hints to me that his long his plan for this season isn't to really use an actual DM, and that's where Gravenberch, sort of, like I said, sort of comes into things. So I'm actually excited to see what he's got, what he's got, um, what his plan is at the end of the day. But mm-hmm. it's just unknown what is what he's fully trying to implement and if it's going to work at the end of the day. It might not work because it might cost us defensively. But I do think on the ball will be a lot better. So let's just see, man. But it is quite exciting, to be honest, because it is something new, you know, because it was getting a lot very stale as well over the last year or so. You know, Klopp just persisting with the same midfielders, same players and stuff, mm. same kind of style. But now it does seem a bit different and I'm kind of excited to see what it brings. Okay, that's fair enough. Do you think, you know, though, Ren, do you think, sorry to cut you like that, through, that's cool, but yeah. do you think it seems different because... We've just got new players. Like, that's why it just feels different. I.e., are we not just still playing the same way, but just now with new players? That's the thing. It, it, we don't really know yet because it's only been a few games. But like, I see what you mean. It, it does seem mm-hmm. really different because it's a, basically a whole new midfield. It's just a whole uh, completely mm-hmm. different players. But it's more the profile of players that is a bit more surprising to me in terms of what he's brought. Like the Gravenberch signing, like, like I said, it just seems to me he's planning to integrate all th- and play all three of them together, which is something that I n- would never picture a Klopp midfield being, to be honest with you. If you look at it, is he's gone from having over the last few years, you know, Henderson, Fabinho, Van Alden, the like Milner, etc. You know, players who are more kind of known in the team for more for the off the ball attributes than the on the ball attributes. Let's be mm. honest. But now you look at a McAllister, a Bosley, a Gravenberch. Um, all three of them, you know, have legs and everything, but they're more, their strengths are more on the ball rather than off the ball. That's he's gone from one extreme in terms of a complete off the ball uh, midfield to a much, such a technical midfield that it does see, hint to me like some sort of changing or maybe involvement of his style or something. I could be wrong though, to be fair, but it's just the profile of midfielders mm-hmm. that kind of suggests to me that that might be the case. To be honest. That's fair. That's that's definitely fair enough. Fair enough. And Warrior J says, question for the Liverpool panelists: Rate your first four games of the season so far, scale of one to ten, and what improvements would you want to see in Wolves away, West Ham at home, Spurs away, and Brighton away? Some tough tests in that actually. In particular, of course, Spurs away, Brighton away, and West Ham are in decent form. We'll go to you first on that, G. Uh, in regards to this question here, seven out of ten. Um, improvements. Um, I would say the team are still too vulnerable, man. 
Yeah, I mean, he's play, he can play every DM he wants. Endo, McAllister, it don't make no difference. The team is so vulnerable. Like, And I think he just needs to change the way that he's setting up because I think with those players, you've got dope ballers there. Let's not even pretend like these guys are not good players. They are good players. But he's making it look like every two seconds we're just getting cut through. Do you get what I'm saying? That, that Aston Villa game was the only game that I've seen this season where we, or even really I've seen for months where I've actually said, oh, right, you know what? You didn't even give them a sniff. They didn't even get a sniff in that game. Like nothing. Like they had obviously a few bits here and there, but in, as an overall, they didn't really have a sniff. Whereas, going forward, yeah. yeah, whereas like every other game, I'm like, bloody hell, man. Like they're definitely scoring a goal. Like I knew in the first three, in fact, I thought it would happen against Villa. I knew in the first three games, Liverpool, 100% conceding a goal. I don't even need to check any. I just know we're going to concede. What happened? Mm. Lo and behold, we conceded. So it's like, that's where for me, he just needs to pattern it up because the way that you're trying to get these players to play, I feel that it could they can be used a lot better than they are. I think the players that Liverpool have got right now, I promise you, there is a level that we can easily obtain if he just gets it right tactically. But we'll wait and see. Wait, I, I can only wait. That's fair enough. Ryan, same to you with his question there from Warrior J. In terms of results, I'd probably say an eight, an eight to be honest, because I think to get 10 points out of 12, you know, from those games as well, playing Chelsea, I mean, we can all dish Chelsea all we want. Stamford Bridge away still sounded like a tough yeah, it's game. Yeah, it's, it's not easy place to it's not easy place to go and win. Mm. It's a comfortable yeah. place to not go. It's a comfortable place to not go and lose, but you don't necessarily yeah. win there. Because we actually should have lost that game, really, based on the way we played. We should have really lost, but we we came yeah, out true. with a draw mostly because mm. Chelsea is shit as well. Yeah, but like, um, yeah. I would have. <laughs> to be before... fair, that goal was a bit shitty as well. As in, it wasn't even a proper strike. It was literally just yeah. A, the goal we conceded. Yeah, Miss Chelsea, man. Mm. Saying their yeah. defense first, didn't it? Their defenders defend. Their defenders score goals. So, so you know, we know what. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's their true, best, their defense first. All their best players are defensive. Like even the goal. Yeah, because you like even them. look at their disallowed goal in that game was from Chilwell. Yeah, and Diassi scored the equaliser. Like, yeah, yeah, tell you what you need to know about them. Like, they've only beat Luton. Well, that was a whole different conversation, but yeah, go on, carry on. Um, yeah, so if you'd have asked me before the season started, you can you get 10 points out of your first 12 games. I would have snatched your hand off for that playing Newcastle away and Villa as well, who um have done some good business over the summer, got a good manager, um, good team. Um, so yeah, results wise, it's great. Performances wise, Chelsea was awful. Bournemouth terrible start in that game. Like we we started that game really badly. Like first twenty minutes, it was terrible. But I thought after that, we actually played pretty well, in my opinion, from what I remember of that game. Especially when we went down to ten men as well, we actually did all right as well. Um, Newcastle away was a it was a weird one because we weren't good, but. We kind of showed good, great mentality second half. Klopp made the right changes and stuff. And, you know, we got out with the win, which was great. Brilliant win. And Villa, like I said, was the, was a brilliant performance, I thought. So, in terms of performances, I'd probably say maybe like a, a six or something overall. Because there have been a couple of kind of poor ones in there. But, yeah, man, I, I, I just thought the Villa game, even though it's one game, was just really encouraging, in my opinion. That's the thing, but... Like I said, it is it's still kind of too early to know what we're gonna get for the rest of the season. So but I think that the next few games those those are tough, man. Like Wolves away, I think we should win. Like Wolves Wolves aren't good. But the next three, you know, 
West Ham is good because we're at home. So I'm I'm kind of confident against yeah, pretty as you should everyone be at home, really. But yeah. Spurs away will be tough because um, mm. Spurs are, you know, they're not the Spurs from last season, it's looking like as well. And Brighton away, man, even though I actually think we can beat Brighton away because I, I like, I, I saw West Ham go there and, and I kind of I'm go three in the look there. Do you get what I mean? So I think Brighton are definitely beatable. I think definitely beatable, baby. Yeah, we I get can, what you're saying. Yeah, I think we can definitely. Um, I think we could win all, any one of those games, but I don't think we'll win all four or anything. I think we'll probably like we'll beat Wolves. I think we'll beat West Ham because we're at home. I th- I can see us drawing the two away games. To be honest with you. Okay, now nah, fair. Same to you, Ram. What are you saying? Uh, like I, like the guys said before, I think it, it's been a good start for us at the start of the season. I think, in my opinion, it is a seven out seven point five seven out of ten, purely for the fact of the res, uh, the results and performances wise. The only solid performance I'd say was the Villa game. Everything else was a little bit touch and go, especially that Newcastle game. Where, to be fair, um, when it comes to the expected points, we were meant to lose that game. And somehow we end up getting three points. So there's stuff to be happy about. There's stuff that we still need to improve on. But yeah, so far it's been a good start. I think that's. I think it's fair to say being third in the league, two points behind City, is the only team that's been that has a hundred percent record. Um, and being on the same. Well, people have been saying that we're going to be again challenging with top four when we're on the same level as the likes of Tottenham are having a brilliant start and <laughs> Arsenal are meant to be title challengers as well. It's a good start, man. It's a good start. And in terms of these um, fixtures, upcoming fixtures, like Ryan said, Wolves away, it should be a walk in the park. They're, I've seen them play for the last couple of games and they have been very, very poor. Very, very poor. Um, West Ham at home, I'm a little bit more confident with the fact that we are at home. Um, West Ham don't have a great record against us at, Ho- at Anfield. Um, to be fair, we didn't even play that well last season and we still ended up beating them. Um, granted, it wasn't Allison penalty save. But yeah, those two games, I think it should be six points. The only problems are Spurs away and Brighton away. Um, I think I'm a little bit more concerned about Spurs away, even though, again, we got a good record at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Feel good factors back. Andrew's playing good football and Tottenham are just growing from strength to strength um and that is a that is a problem i think against brighton is um it's a little bit more easier because it's not the same brighton of old it wasn't brighton of last season where they had the likes of mac and kaiseido and people like that mm-hmm. uh, or even levi colwell um this is a new brighton who's still trying to get find their feet i think the game against newcastle they weren't that amazing i think evan ferguson just had a great game and was clinical that day but you saw against west ham they were not they were not that great and they could be get at in my opinion if we play a, a football and we play right um so yeah man in my opinion i think it should be um expectation wise minimum eight to nine points first minimum first if we get 12 points or even 10 points again then Solid. Return. Yeah. 
I, I fully get that. Large up to everyone that's locked in in the chat as well. Big up to Jacko who says these midnight lives are good vibes, top stuff. Big up flawless. Hey, large up, man. I know you lot enjoy it for night owls in the UK or who are in a similar time zone. Obviously, people who are elsewhere, I know it's different times because we get people from what, all over the world watching Sarcasm City TV. So big up to you, whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back. Bump up the likes, though. Likes is way too low because there's over 45 of you lot in the building. Only at 20 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Let's double the likes. Let's Let's get up to 40 likes people hit that subscribe button as well because we are indeed closing in on 8,000 subscribers we're at 7,982 people get us to 7,985 only looking for free subscribers and make sure you subscribe to ram's channel as well the ram stand the link is in the title so you click the link it opens up a new tab and then you, that way you can just subscribe to his channel and find all his socials and everything he's got going on over there as well people g's also back in the building too as well and just to uh, warrior j you asked me about this i just throw a united question flawless thoughts and sancho deleting the tweet <clears throat> what i take from it is that he had the conversation with ten Hag, so it's kind of like it's all been discussed everything's been said that needed to get said and now it's been deleted that's cool and now we just move on i really still don't think it's that big of the issue people a lot of people said oh it's disrespectful to the manager and it's like the manager called him out publicly and again, I will reiterate this every time I'm asked about this Sancho situation. I will not criticise him for doing something I would have done. Because if I was in Sancho's situation and the manager criticised me publicly, I would respond back publicly. I would have done more. I would have pinned it on my Twitter. I would have posted it on my Instagram and pinned it. I would have pinned it on Sarcasm City TV if I had my own YouTube channel. I would have pinned it on The Kick. I would have pinned that message everywhere. Like, that's just how I am, though. If I'm criticised publicly, I'm going to respond publicly. And then people say, oh, well, if it was Pep or if it was Klopp or if it was Sir Alex, would he have responded like that? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe if it's someone who he had a closer relationship with, maybe he doesn't um, respond back um, in that fashion. Maybe, but I'm just saying I would. I don't care who it is. It could have been Sir Alex, could have been Pep, could have been Klopp, Ancelotti, whoever the case may be. So I'm not going to critique him and call him unprofessional. People can claim it's unprofessional. I don't care about your title. Once you critique me somewhere, I can critique you in that same place, especially if I think you're wrong in the critique. And that's what Sancho thinks. Whether or not that's true or not is a whole different conversation. Because what he criticised Sancho for was training. None of us watch training. So me and nobody else talking about this has no idea because I've seen certain Manchester United fans try and run with that. Or he's a bad trainer. How do you know? How do you know he's... How do you know? have no idea whether he's a bad trainer or he has a bad attitude do you know him personally how do you know if someone has a bad attitude by how they are on a football pitch or he's a bad person to have around again how do you know let's not i like we know him as a footballer we don't know him as a person we could be the best trainer before all we know we simply don't we simply don't know so yeah that's my thoughts on it but draw a line under it and and we'll see, and we'll probably see sancho back in the um in the team as well uh large up to victoria who said hey babe what's going on with this melt maguire he probably has southgate's nudes must be something because he keeps getting picked useless shy um southgate's just a terrible manager victoria that's all i can tell you southgate's just a terrible manager that's why he continues to pick um maguire that's why what did he say about um folding or oh, i won't play him central midfield because he doesn't play there for city but you play Manchester United's fifth-choice centre-back week in, week out. Well, not week in, week out, but 
you play him every time. You know what I'm saying? An international duty. But big up to you, Victoria. Every single. And then he played. He played Trent in midfield, genuine <laughs> yeah. midfield. When like you just <laughs> he don't play played. midfield, like that. Just what that's just when you run out of like excuses. Like that's what shit, it is man. with him. Yeah, like that. He's just not a very good manager, and he is the thing holding England back. Because when I was watching England today, in particular in the first half against Scotland, some of the moves they put together, I was like, rah. I was like, is this England I'm watching? Like, they was bopping the ball around. And then when you realise the amount of attacking talent they actually have, and then you think, we're going to give this to Gareth Southgate, something's gone wrong. There's no way you should give that amount of quality in terms of just from an offensive standpoint to Gareth Southgate. When you had, you had Kane, Rashford, Foden, Bellingham, Broughton, Saka, you got a Madison to throw in that mix, you got a Grealish to throw in the mix as well. It's kind of like Trent, who they even play today. Like the list goes on. Kyle Walker, obviously, he was out there as well. Reese James, how much more attacking talent do you need? And England rely on set pieces. That tells you all you need to know. They rely on set pieces like they West Ham. All that attacking talent, and England go to tournaments and it's corners and free kicks. Like they were, but then he don't take Ward Prowse. That's what makes no sense. They rely on set pieces, but you don't take one of the best set pieces, set piece takers in the in Europe. Surely you take. I'm not saying start um, Ward Prowse, but I'm saying take him. Who else do you want on a free kick towards the end of a game in extra time? Yeah, go oh, on. Slowly, you already know, bro. <laughs> Maguire and Calvin Phillips are still starting and playing games. <laughs> so the reality is, he's not even thinking. Yeah, let me bring James Will Proud set pieces late in the game. Like he's not going that deep into his thought yeah, process. Yeah. His thought process is, you know what? These lads are good. It's a bit like having that, like almost like having that supply teacher who always knew he had a good group of people that he could always rely on in the class who were going to do what was needed to be done. And they were the nice guys in the class. Yeah, calm. So he's happy teaching that math class every Wednesday. He's good with yeah. that. That's what he's doing here. So that's why I've said it before, the way that England moved and have moved, the, the gas that people talk about, oh, this is the best England manager. Yeah, on paper, of course, he's got to a semi-final, a final, a quarter final, all these things he's done, all of that. But are we really saying that we're looking at this group of players and is he really utilizing them properly? Come on, man, we've got to be real. He's doing as good as anybody else I've seen in this job, if I'm being 100% honest with you. Facts. And it's like they give it to me. If you give someone, if like, because you've seen how far he's gone in competitions, it's kind of like if there was someone who was just even competent, I'm not even saying exceptional, like, forget even being a pep. Or a club level. I'm just saying someone who's of a competent level, above average. I think I'm in this group. I don't even say all that. Like, for instance, I'm trying to think of a manager. Like, I think Eddie Howe probably wins certain with this one. Yeah. I think Eddie Howe legit wins some with, like, you, you're you playing at home. I'm, like, the Euros is, is the one that sticks out. You're at home against the Italy side that's not great, and you go a goal up. And then you look at who they bring off the bench and you look at who you bring off the bench and you just look at your lack of attacking impetus and it's kind of like, how much more do you need? But people are going to hype him up because he reached the final, because he's reached the semi-final. Even, if you, look at, context, even if you look you know? at the, the teams that we played along yes, the way... I was going to say that. Mm -hmm. As in, we played Czech Republic, Scotland and Croatia. Croatia, I'd say, is a decent team. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Germany, which... Me and a couple of people on the terrace were the only people that are saying, "I'm not, I'm not scared of Germany at all. This team ain't that great." Mm -hmm. um, and someone like a Raheem Sterling or someone with a lot of pace up front is going to cause them a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. um, and then we played Ukraine, where we just 
dominated. Oh, was it Ukraine that we played, or was it Sweden? Yeah, the Euros. It was Ukraine, Ukraine. and then yeah. it was Denmark. Denmark. Then it was Denmark. Where, to be fair, we got a little bit lucky in the sense that we got we got a fortuitous penalty, yeah. which I still think it was a penalty, um, which Harry Kane missed and then ends up scoring. Rebound, yeah. But again, it's a, a team of England's quality against Denmark. Who look, they have some really great players. I think they obviously what happened um, with Christian Eriksen at the Euros also galvanized them a lot. Yeah. But again, we have qualities. We're at home, as in we. The, the expectation it should be we should be beating them at ninety minutes. Um, and again, like you said, against Italy, one nil up after three minutes. Um, and then some really odd changes. Um, and even then, no control of the game. No one, it looked as though Chiesa was the only player that was actually doing something, and we just didn't want to, we just allowed him to do it. We didn't even stop him. Um, and then a stupid uh corner kick that we didn't even defend properly. People not marking their man, some people getting out jumped by Marco Verratti, which is a crime in itself because he's about five foot four. And again, it's just, it's a bit, you could have done better. It's always a, what, what could have been. Uh, it's always been with England what could have been. But I feel as though with this team and with this players that we've got, we could have done a lot better. I'll be honest, even the World Cup you just look at now, like the teams they beat in the group were like with Iran. Everyone got gassed over scoring six against like Iran, wasn't it? Then they so played like Wales. Played against and... is us four had that any of those blood oh, yeah. any of those nations in our bloodline we could have probably pitched up and played for. Yeah, 100%. of course. Like, and it's like, and then were, they played Senegal, I think, in the last sixteen. Mm-hmm. And then the first time they come up against a good side, they lose. And to be honest with you, I didn't even think France were good that game. They I weren't. Think France they played were, that they were well not good, game. and they still <laughs> lost. England, they we still lost. They were France not weren't good. even good. Only player that was probably good was Drew many, but even then he wasn't that great. Yeah, and then, like, I've seen Drew Many gave away the penalty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He scored yeah. a great goal, but he gave away the pen. Like, like you would have been calm if they bopped us off the park like Spain 2018 yeah. type of football. We would have yeah. been like, all right, you're not winning against yeah, that team. Enough, yeah. If you play yeah. Steven Gerrard and, and uh, someone else in it, it's not going to happen. But yeah. they weren't even popping. And that's why, that's why it just, it's like, it's just embedded in England's culture. Like, from 1966 you come up against it's like you you can't seem to get over this line of come up against a decent team you just falter bro like i don't understand it like my it's whole mentality. life that's all I've been. But that can't be your mentality when you're trying to vote we've got the exactly. best league in the world we've got some of Even the best that, look at, look at 66 right if you look at that team that germany team had ballers had a load mm. of ballers that beckenbauer was the guy back then and we still ended up beating them. And we could argue that team wasn't as good as that Germany team. So why mm. is it that all of a sudden now, where we have teams where even then we're not better, even though we're not better than them or we are better than them, we still have this knack of just acting like we're not that good or we're too good of we're too good of a team that we should be beating them. You know, the thing is, I don't think it's still to the players. I don't think England could have asked for a better chance to win the World Cup than the last one because even the semi-final against Croatia a few years before, England wouldn't have beaten that France team in the final because that France team was actually, mm. you know, that with, it was you know, teenager Mbappe. That France team was cut like so cool. But 
if they'd have just beaten France in the quarterfinal this one, which France did not play that well, like we said, they would have been favourites against Morocco in the semi-final. Like, with, yeah. with all respect to Morocco, <laughs> they would have been really well right? England would have been favourites to win that, definitely. Yeah. Then suddenly you're in the final against, I'll be honest, an Argentina team that, yeah, won the World Cup, but I didn't think Argentina was that special either. I think Messi was just special. It's a, team that they, it's a team they could have beaten. That's what yeah, it is. Even 100%. if you're even if you're not favourites for a final, anything can go on in a final. You know Saudi Arabia beat the Argentina team, bro. Like Smart. they're beatable. They were yeah, beatable. Yeah, yeah. Like they're you could have asked for a better I chance mean, to win a I didn't World even Cup. Think about it like that. I did not even think. Even about if that you that look at the centre backs, we know how to. We know them as well. Otamendi, Romero, Otamendi, Romero, McAllister was playing for the Di Maria. These are players that these guys know, and know their weaknesses. You know. So it is just one of them ones where you're like, are we not just? I'm so real. Are we not just bored of England? Like I'm even bored of this story. Like this, this story <laughs> of England throughout my whole life has always been: you had the players, but you didn't have the manager. Okay, calm, cool, no worries. Now you've given them the manager. You've seemingly given them the players. Man, tell me about Bowden, Baker, Trent, and Bellingham, Kane. All these guys, and then still nothing. Like after you know while, like, I'm so bored of England, bro. I'm so bored. You know why, G? Because if you compare the pool of players that we have to the pool of players across Europe, we are other than France, we are better, arguably. Even to an extent, I think the Spain team is just around. My lifetime, I still ain't seen England win that. Though so, all of that is the manager, man. They've never got the manager right. Is the people making the decisions? They never got they've the never, balance of any team, right? They never got right. the manager right. They didn't. But the thing is, where I will be more defend, will defend more them not winning anything. Because when you look at the teams that I was around in when Skulls and Gerard and Beckham was around, Skulls said it in his overlap. If we were the golden generation, what were they? Platinum. Go look at them other teams. Like there's a list. I think it's from the 2006 World Cup, and like I think it's on the gram somewhere, and it's like all the starting lineups. England weren't the best. I can forgive losing to them. This England, like no, the Euros I, I argue and the World Cup. 2006, 2006, we mm-hmm. had a chance. But people weren't and picked. People, no, people, were, people weren't picked. I'd have to go back and check the teams. But This if is I where we lost against Portugal. Was it one Italy won, wasn't it? Italy won it, yeah. I'd have to go back and check the teams because if I remember, I think Italy, Italy had so, Italy obviously France had like a lot of their players were like still back in the '98 World Cup. Like Turan was still playing, Zidane was there. Um, I'd have I to think, check it out in terms of age, but I remember there. I don't know who the teams. goal. I think Bartis might have been the goalkeeper as well, man. It's just it's a lot of the team was just old, and and obviously they had like a young Frank Ribery there. Trezeguet was there as well. Though? What was Brazil saying in 06? Brazil was like Kaká. Um, Robinho, yes. Ronaldo, when he was past it, Ronaldinho after the after Barcelona when he won everything, like it was like a good team, but it wasn't like fully functional. Was, was it better than the England team? I don't think it was. I think in terms That's of overall thing. quality, it wasn't. I have to check it out. That Brazil, I can't remember the two fat match because that was the last tournament, isn't it? Like, yeah, that was his last one. Oh, yeah, that's what he um, Yeah, he headbutted Maserati. Maserati, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think, I think, I think any 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 player would have done that. No, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he was a madman. You know what he's like. You know what I'm saying? And that. 
Who know what he's like? I'm just having a look at this Brazil team in 2006 to see. I'm trying to actually like jog my memory in regards to who was in the squad and see what it was saying in regards to it. I'm looking here, let's see. So you got brother. Kahu, we were in a group with Trinidad and Tobago and Paraguay. <laughs> that is brave. We got all my training though. Ah, mm. oh, shit. Yeah, we went, but yeah, yeah. Ram, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. These men had, I forgot Ronaldinho was there in 06. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went better than these men. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking mm. at this team still not. Even though. Nah, but even They got two of the best players on the planet at that point in Ronaldinho and Kaka. They're two of the best players on the planet. Mm. Nah, but even then, I, I, I completely understand that. But again, we wouldn't have faced them because they got knocked out by France in, in that point. Our, our main opponent at that point, if we got past Brazil, sorry, got past Portugal, was France. Mm. And again, you're telling me, yeah, I'm still wondering why why Paul Scholes and Steven Gerrard never play together when that actual combination actually worked. Yeah, that was the combination. Was that the combination when they won 2-1, I mean 5-1 against Germany away? It was those two in the midfield, if I remember correctly. You, you, see, you see on the whole... Gerard Skull, Lampard, the whole debate here. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Do we all sit here now, today, hindsight 2020? Because back then times, I know obviously we can sit here and say, nah, you could have played all three in a three-man midfield and red tete, but that weren't really like, that weren't really, that wouldn't have been in the thinking to kind of do back then. Like you, that wasn't really the way Bro, that we would have. Do you know why I can't on. allow that, G? Because they did do it. Because they played like Hargreaves and Michael Carrick in the holding role when they were playing. And I'm like, that's why I never give them the excuse. Out of that three, let's say Gerard scores Lampard. Who's the holding role? Michael Carrick. Gerard scored a Lampard. Scores a Lampard or none of the goals. You have to sacrifice. Not, goals was more able out. But thing, it's not a question say. of holding. Well, I don't think none of them. Yeah, what you would do is just play Skulls like in a deep lying playmaker role and exactly. then play Lampard and Gerard off of it. Exactly. Yeah. That wouldn't yeah. have been in the thinking to have done back then to say, remember back then times there, remember we're talking about a period of time where it, it was more like, I'm playing yeah, whatever yeah. system I'm playing, 442, 431, 451. Yeah, yeah. DM is DM, i.e. Makalele, don't cross yeah. that white line, my guy. As in, I don't yeah, want you crossing yeah, that line. Yeah, You're yeah. staying here. Not Gerard Scholes and Lampard, they doing that. Yeah, they're not doing none of that. They're, they're trying to play their own type of football. And I don't think we were innovative enough at that, at that period of time to think like that. Obviously, of course, bro, we look at it now. <laughs> most of us, if we're playing FIFA or football manager, you're playing 4 3 3 or some kind of variation of that 4 2 3 1. Like, we start inventing little things. Bro, man's playing skulls, like FIFA. <laughs> I'm, I, yo, Gerald, do the box to box Lampard. You just playing that kind of 8 slash 10 position. Like, yeah, now I can yeah, stay with yeah. that. Back then, I definitely was not thinking. Yo, yeah. goals in the deep line playmaker. I didn't even know what deep line playmaker was. I don't even think they knew what that was. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's, so that's why saying. I think I, I agree with you, Ram, 100% in terms of the, the role. Like, of course, goals can do that. You know what I'm saying? You can pick up a pass like a Javi, like all them type of guys. But back then, we were not thinking that at all. Would you argue that? I say this a lot, and it triggers a lot of Chelsea fans. Um, Frank Lampard ruined the actual system that was actually working. Because think about it, Paul Scholes and Gerard was the perfect combination because Scholes needed a Roy Keane, who had who better else than Steven Gerrard. Gerard needed a Xabi Alonso, who else better than Paul Scholes? It would have worked. I feel like they would have, again, I agree with you, but 
Lampard would have deserved being in the team over Gerard anyway. At that period of time, it he was, was Lampard. Banging he was banging goals. His team were winning Premier League. He was like he was doing too much. Like at that period, Gerard weren't really doing. He was doing a lot, but if you compared it to Scold and Lampard, remember again back them times, it was all about. Are you winning? Are you doing something? Do you play for a top team? Like it wasn't about now where you oh, pick as like you had to sacrifice a striker. You had to sacrifice either Owen, Defoe, or Peter Crouch. Bro, we was playing practically up top, one man and trying to do bro. We've done the craziest. Like you remember, you man remember the team, bro. I've seen Hesky up top, Gerard running in behind. I'm like, yo, what is even going on when I'm seeing Hesky up top? And this is a Hesky not in his prime time. This is Hesky later not on. With, like, not with Owen. Not with not Owen. Yeah, exactly. Not with Owen. Yeah, you know I'm saying Hesky's still riding through and Owen's doing up whatever. Like we listen, England, I think they at the I think Fluid, you said it there. It's like we, we, it's, we've just never matched it. It's never yeah, been yeah. a good manager you with the to, team you, or yeah. team with the manager. That's it. You gotta be. You have to. If you have Lampard, Gerrard, and Scholes, you either figure out a way to use all three, or you drop one of them. Yeah, like that's what you have to do. This whole thing you mentioned it. This ain't FIFA. This is not football manager where you can just shoehorn all the best players and it don't work like that. You need balance because. Uh, Mourinho at Chelsea was going to use... He tried to sign Gerrard twice. He was going to mm. have them both in the same midfield with Claude Makélélé. So can it work? Yes. Would it have worked? Yes, 110%. But you know he wouldn't have played Gerrard Lampard and another like offensive I think he signed uh, Balak instead. Yeah, but he wasn't... Yeah, but yeah. My point is he wasn't going to play sign Gerrard and play Lampard, Gerrard and another offensive midfielder in there. You know mm. what the plan was. He was going to have balance in there. And that's I don't think anyone had the do. balls to actually say you can't play. I don't yeah, think Sven was the... I don't think any manager would have told any anyone to the press, to the, to the media, to the players, to the fans... That this player is not going to play because he just doesn't fit. He can be an incredible super sub, but he's just not going to be. I'm actually, bro. We've seen Danny Welbeck up top in tournaments. We've seen Peter Crouch. Up. Like, I'm bored of England. Like, England's been doing so cool. Like, like, let's listen to the names I'm saying. Like, Peter Crouch. No disrespect, by the way, to these guys who they've had periods of time in their in their career. But I'm sorry, man's not watching Peter Crouch through the phone. This little large to like. Bro, we can't compete, man. We can't compete. With that, I always man. thought Peter Crouch could have been a great cheat code. Just cross the ball in the hope. No, he should, he, he, should, he should have been utilised for what he is when you're at international football. Plan B. Yeah. That's what you should be. Same way we've seen Fellaini get used at that at club level. I say it all the time. People will criticise. To be fair for Belgium, Fellaini. he was solid. He was well, solid for plan Belgium. B, get, the ball, get the ball out wide, whip it into the box for the big man as a and plan. who else better? Just, yeah, who else better? Thing is, I don't think I do feel like Peter Crouch's heading wasn't anything special though either. It was. He wasn't he wasn't, wasn't the best aerially, but when you're six foot seven, the ball can just hit you and just you're gonna like, win you're just some, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, just automatically. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like I just spoke about Ward Prowse earlier. He's in that same bracket for a different. How don't you have him on the bench as a plan B? How? Yeah, like, you don't yeah, have I one of the best set piece takers we see week it's in, a weapon, week out. Like... And it's like, all right, just have him and just have him for extra time. Just as a squad, you have a squad of what, 24, 25? Have him as just there, just in case. Who better to have on a free kick? Like Rashford missed a free kick in the last tournament, if I remember correctly, against was it against France? Yeah, yeah. in the no. last minute. Yeah. Yeah. In the last minute. Why not have why not have um World Prowse bring him on and go? It's like it's I also something like where but yeah, go on, it's go such on. a good mental thing to have it if you have someone like World Prowse in terms of imagine you bring a World Prowse on. 
and the teams there like who's a goalkeeper? Who's a goalkeeper? Like, oh, we, we can't afford to give any corners yeah. away, no free kicks Louis. away. You know, Ryan, Ryan, think about it. Think about who is a goalkeeper for France? Hugo Lloris. Who else mm. better knows how good James Will Prowse is at free kicks? Who would be shitting their pants that, that there's a free yeah. kick in the edge of the area it's and crazy. Will Prowse is around? And it. you rely on set pieces. They do that. The you know the, what is it? The train attack. You know what I'm saying? Where they'll line up on on corners and then they'll all they'll all split. So I'm like, why would you not utilize that? But hey, that's people for you, as in like we're not like when you think about Spain, right? I always think about Spain as the as the team. We don't have a situation where their best free one of the best free takers in the world is actually in their starting eleven. Is actually a baller in Xavi or Xavi Alonso or someone like that. The best free kick taker that we have is on the bench, but he's not good enough to start. The other free kick takers, yeah, they're decent, but they're not that level. And I don't understand why we can't utilize any any form of weapon in our arsenal that could help us out. And we want to utilize people like Harry. Ma so you want to you want to back Harry Maguire until the ends of the year. Use what he's good at. He's good at heading a ball. That's it. Just whip the ball in, put the ball in the box, and hope to God he heads the ball, and it goes into the net. Hey, Florence, man, I beg you lot sell Harry Maguire because I'm seeing him in the England team way too much, man. Like, and I no. feel like it's Man United for a little bit. Like. Hey, what more can we do? He plays more for them than he does for us. He England FC. He England you're, you're paying him, man. I'm not feeling it, bro. Hey, we, do, we tried to move him on and he didn't want to move because of the money. And where we make bad decisions? We should have just paid him off. If he wanted 5 million, 7 million, 10 million, but... I could be here for the next two hours talking about nah, but you know Manchester United make. Yeah, go on, Ryan. The worst on, is seeing on. Calvin Phillips there today. I mean, he's Harry Maguire's played some football over the last couple of years. Calvin <laughs> Phillips hasn't even played any football. What's he doing he's there, bro? Oh, he's, still, he's still pretty decent, though. His passing is not gone. He's still got that range in him. So, fair play to him. Again, no, he's a better it? midfielder than what Maguire is a defender. We all know that, but the guy's not played any football in the last couple of years. I don't know what he's doing there still. These Maguire's played so demoralizing, like, like for any player trying to come into the team. Like, though, wouldn't you like if say if you like say if any of us here were trying to get an England team? Let's just say we played in Calvin Phillips' position, and we would do. Let's say we were doing Will Prowse as an example, yeah, and we're doing our thing. I've moved clubs, you know, I'm a boyhood club. I'm staying in the Premier League trying to get in the England squad, you know what I mean? I'm playing every week. I played 36 games last season in the Prem. This season, I'm playing all the time. Yo, I'm on smoke. But guess what? I can't get in the team with Calvin Phillips in the team. Like, like how does that conversation even go? Like, you, you and Gareth Southie can't come to me now and say, oh, yeah, I did it for this reason. Um, don't call me yeah, again. It's demoralising, demoral yeah, because it's not based off of... It's nothing... I can do nothing on the pitch in terms of change, change it. Like people say, oh, if you just train hard and work hard and perform well, well, he don't get on the pitch and still playing. So I have no chance of getting in. If he's not playing and he still gets in, I have zero chance. Because me just getting on the pitch and performing even to an average level, I'm automatically ahead of him. Because Calvin Phillips, like Ryan said, don't play. As Calvin Phillips mm -hmm. even started two, three games in a row at Manchester City. And he's been there now a season and a little bit. Like, what are we doing here? I can't lie. If I'm Ward Prowse, I'm like, I'm checking where my ancestors, ancestors <laughs> are from. Yeah, I man. can play for somewhere. That's what I'm doing if I'm Maybe Ward you can Prowse. play for Scotland or for Wales <laughs> or something like that. I don't, I don't see. That's why a lot of people are doing this. Like, I heard, I heard um, Gareth Southgate has been, um, <clears throat> he's been watching uh, 
what's my guy's name, man? Elise. Apparently, like he liked Elise. I'm not I'm like Elise. I beg you, don't even like don't switch. Say French or whatever African country you're from. I beg you, just go there. Don't even come to England. I think because... it's too late. No, he hasn't played for France before. He hasn't played for France. Oh, he hasn't played for France. <laughs> no, he's only under 21s. Right, he's only he's only done that, so he can still technically play yeah, for England technically if he if he wanted to. So I'm like, yeah, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Because as much as I like Saka, Saka's not leaving that position. I promise you right now, he's definitely not leaving that position. He would just play there for years and years to come until he gets like super shit. So. And big up to V1 as well for the super chats I get to. says, name a realistic manager to manage England. Who's available right now? Um, trying to think. I don't even know. I'd have to check on like in terms of who's who's available. Isn't Potter really employed? Potter is, yeah, yeah. Potter be a shout. Potter. Yeah, Potter would be a shout. Hundred percent with the with the football. Paul's not a bad manager. That's what no, people no, no. have to just, yeah, He's not a bad manager. He just got Chelsea. That's all. But yeah, Potter yeah, yeah. definitely. Dude, don't give him shit players. Yeah, yeah. If you give him them attacking players, you've seen what he did at Brighton. Potter's hmm. definitely a shout. Or oh, maybe someone who's a little bit more. I'm trying to think because Mo. Do you reckon Eddie Howe would leave Newcastle out. for the England job? I think he would. Yes, hundred yeah. yeah, percent. definitely a show. I think he knows at some point that Newcastle is not going to last. Yeah, I think everyone kind of knows he's that kind of stop fill gap or whatever you want to call it until for the gap. top manager to come in and t- try and take them over the lines of it over the line eventually. I think we all know he's not really going to be that guy. It says so. a lot. It says a lot though. It's been. I don't know if this is true. It's been about 50 years since an English manager won. No, sorry. 40 years since an English manager won the Premier League slash the first division title. Yeah, we haven't had an we haven't had an English manager win the Premier League ever. Mm-hmm. What? Like the ever since ninety two, no English managers won the Premier League. Yeah, that is crazy. crazy. Name name three good English managers. They're all ours. Yeah, that's like we got we got go back to we got go back to Paisley days. Yeah, because they're all good to a level. Like the ones who you mentioned, like Allardyce will do you a job at certain points. But to go and win a Champions League or a Premier League, Allardyce is not your guy for that. Pardew, you know in, what you get. Moyes received it at West Ham. He did the same thing at Everton. He's doing it at West Ham. That's his level. If you have a certain mm-hmm. level, if you're mid-table side and you need stability picked up a european uh trophy as well hey man he's got as many european trophies as arsenal now now in it it's facts this is what i'm talking about you spitting go on you know what i'm saying exactly it is so yeah some people are are talking about lee cosley who Yo, let's move on. All that I'm, I'm, I'm tired of England. Like, hearing the names that you even like, Lee Cosby, like, like yeah, people talking about old area Wilkinson. Yeah, and hey, Victoria, shut up in the chat. You are a Leeds fan. Enjoy the championship, you clown. Uh, but yeah, there you go. She always just on my case. Yeah, to Victoria, you know. Um, on that on that note, name your top three in the Premier League. What's this? What's PSFLSG? What are you talking about? Uh, okay, you're talking about that. Oh yeah. The, the, the usual debate. I'll say mine quick. I think it's Skulls, Gerard Lampard. That's just me personally. That's it. Oh, yeah, Ibrahim. Why is this Scottish? Yeah, you're right. But I was just using him as an example in regards to he's like Sam Allardyce at a certain level. That's Alan Pardy. Yeah, like of that of that level. But yeah, for me, Skulls, Gerard Lampard, but all three. Gerard Skulls, Lampard. Quality, and I'd argue all bodies. three are disrespected by everybody else across the world. That's fair. Well, that's fair. Top quality ballers, top absolutely top quality yeah, but ballers. But Gerard Scholes Lampard for me. Yeah, 
Yeah, Ryan, what are you saying on these three real quick? Um, um Gerard Skulls, Big Gap, Lampard. <laughs> this guy, yo, you're such a trick, <laughs> I had man. to get that in, innit? <laughs> I, 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 I just feel like those two are, are way better players still. That's just, I've always thought that still. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going with that. Gerard Skulls, Lampard. I but think I think Skulls is more my type of player, though. Like, I prefer Skulls than, than in, Gerard. I said I said this to G multiple times, as in like it's it's the way you see football. As in for me, yeah. Gerard is more of a match winner, and I feel as though they those kind of players are very 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 hard to find compared to a dictator like a Chabi who scores. I think people like you. If you talk about box to box match winners, probably Gerard, Balak, Mateus, and I think that's pretty much it, in my opinion. Then you got your scores that that can dictate play and do all that, and, you, and also be box to box at the same time. You could probably think about against scores, Xavi, to an extent Pirlo, who could probably do it, but not not do the box to box thing like that. Those kind of players, I just prefer match winners in my opinion. They're so much more valuable in my opinion. Press, press. But hey, V1, big up for the super chats as well, man. Much appreciated. Obviously, we started talking about England, but this is Sarcasm City TV. You don't know why, what time it is. But yeah, get your final few questions in in regards to Liverpool and in regards to Manchester United as well. And I know some of you lot put some stuff about the Sancho in terms of the response because me free oh nine nine says not flawless but he's being paid millions it's still a bit unprofessional to do that just turn off your phone here's, here's what I'd say to that yeah people can say it's unprofessional cool like I said I'm not going to criticise him for something I would have done the manager critiques me publicly I'm criticising publicly especially when I think I've done nothing wrong that just mm -hmm. makes it even worse so people can call it unprofessional like I'm not just because someone has a title doesn't mean I'm not going to talk back if I'm criticised. And that's anyone, like I said, any manager, anyone, family, whoever the case may be. If you crit if you criticise me publicly and I think it's unfair, I'm going to critique you publicly. Whether I'm paid 300k a week, I'm paid £300 a week, or I'm paid £3 a week. Makes no difference. There's nothing to do with salary to me. But people, can they see it as unprofessional? Yeah, call me unprofessional. I don't care. Like... That's what it is like. The manager has opened up that door. And I will reiterate that. And Ten Hag's my guy. I've backed him up. I've, I've said I liked what he's done. I think some of the criticism of him is over the top. Some of it is justified. But with that, he start, if he didn't say anything, all he had to say was, I left him out for tactical reasons. And this is no longer, this is not a conversation. That's the easiest way to deal with it. If they would have asked him again, tactical reasons, I've answered your question. Next question. That's on the manager. He didn't have to say what he had to say. It's not any good. Uh, you can critique privately as well. That's, that's mm -hmm. how I look at it. And to Bobby says, Sancho was impatient. Uh, now he could have had a chance to start games for United as Anthony is off. I don't think it's a question of um, him being impatient. I think he didn't respond because he was... I think he is frustrated about other things because he said it in the statement. But he responded to what the manager stated. Because people ran with that. We've seen what happened immediately after that. People automatically talking about him being a bad trainer, bad attitude and all these reports that come out talking about him not being a talker and, you know what I'm saying, not talking to staff and all this type of rubbish. Defend yourself at the end of the day. Like, I'm but, not for anyone defending himself. But, yeah, go on. But it. even on that, like, I'm baffled. Like, when I was reading some of this stuff, I was like, all right, like, uh, I mean, is he obligated, like, to do all it? Like, is it in the contract that I must talk to you, like, it, like exactly. you could just be a shy person in a general sense. No, man, just yes. a human being at the end of the day. So mm -hmm. his his whole personality might be I'm that type of individual. I keep myself to myself. I saw the thing about the whole Adidas thing and 
he like he didn't want to do the interviews or he didn't want to be asked questions and stuff like that. I was like, but that makes sense though. I.e. He's not been there as long as Scott McTominay. I think it was Scott McTominay, Bruno Fernandez, and Marcus Rashford or something like that. He didn't want to do the, the, the interviews and stuff like that. He'd prefer if they just spoke with them. But uh, that makes sense. He hasn't been there as long as those guys. Doesn't really want to do those kind of things anyway because that's just not him in a general sense. Why is everyone getting on to him for that? Like, listen, with all these things, people are just coming out with every single thing, like every stick to try and beat this guy with. And I'm just like, yeah, you lot have got too much time on your hands, man. Like, he needs to go and find a hobby because he's not doing anything. That he, he didn't do anything that I looked at and said, yeah, this is kind of long, you know. Like, maybe he should have kept quiet. Like, nah, he was calm. Even the, even the, the pin thing, I would have just kept that. I would be like, no, nah, don't even take that down. Unless obviously the club have told you specifically take it down. And, cool, fair enough, I don't know. But if not, bro, keep that. Keep that, man. Like, it's how you feel. Like, why are people trying to shut you up? That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the only reason why... He, he took it down was simply because they've had a conversation because obviously yeah. he's back in training, which then makes sense. But yeah, people were talking about, oh yeah, like he needs to take it down as disrespectful. It's like, no, that's the way he feels. Like you mentioned, he has every right to respond. Have being manager doesn't mean the manager can say what they like to you and you don't respond. Like managers haven't had back and forth with many a player before. It happens on a weekly basis, I'm telling people. Veggie, like whoever it is, Klopp, whether it's Pep. You think we've seen Pep with Cancelo? You don't think they had words? I'm saying that criticized Cancelo publicly when he said, I think all went after it was the Ake who scored. He was like, All players bar one yeah, will be happy Ake, for him. Yeah, yeah that's that was hilarious, by the way. But like, yeah, it's gonna happen. Like that playing professional sport at the highest level under yeah. uh, under immense pressure. So yeah, like what, what are we talking about? Yeah, people are just, And it worked, it wouldn't trouble. <laughs> yeah, it worked. You know what I'm saying? And it worked. Like it's crazy. Like people just doing too much in terms like like you said, G, he's not obligated to do any of that. People don't realise that some people are just shy. Like and that's okay. Some people are just yeah. shy and some people are just not talkers around like in work. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. suppose we all different in work. I've said this before when I've worked jobs from 9 to half, 9am till 12.30, don't talk to me. And everyone knew that. That's not me being anti. I'm not a morning person. Don't chat mm-hmm. to me. You know what I'm saying? In between those hours. I'm not chat trying to, to compensate. I'm hours. not trying. Chat to, no, chat to me after 12.30. Like, once it's hit lunch times, I'm still yeah, waking up. Like I'll just be like, yeah, you good? And that's it. And they knew that. Nothing wrong with it. There wasn't no angst with anybody. Why do you think I don't do morning streams? I'm not a morning person. It's not my mm-hmm. thing. Like, and everyone's different that way. Like, some people are just talkers. Some people don't like talking outside of, like, their friendship and their circle groups. I bet if you chat to Sancho's man, then he probably is a talker, probably runs bands and jokes. But, yo, if you don't want to talk to the kit, man, what's wrong with that? You know what I'm saying? He's not obligated to chat to man, as long as he's not rude and causing any issues. But, hey, that's people for you anyway. That's, that's how people go on. But we'll go to it, Ram, because you mentioned it, uh, well, not mentioned it earlier, mentioned it um, in the private chat. In regards to the two teams who seem general consensus closest to Manchester City, people look at is Liverpool and Arsenal. Where do you stand with that one? You think you're better than Arsenal? I personally think you lot, unfortunately, are the second best team. You know what I'm saying in the league, but you know we 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 move. But what are you saying? Um, I think if we go through each team's squad capacity, the squad, the players that they both have, quality-wise, is not very different. I think each team has their own strengths and and their weaknesses um i think the one thing that will push Arsenal just a little bit ahead is the fact that their squad is a lot more reliable compared to ours as in ours tends to be a lot more injury prone and others tend to be 
having to they tend to have to play into form if you get what i mean whilst arsenal have a little bit more momentum they can come on and do their thing and just leave and then come back like even eddie and ketia who's meant to be back up can come in and do a job and do a job very well then come back up with jesus is that kind of thing that's what will probably push them a little bit ahead of liverpool but a lot of arsenal fans when i've had the conversations about both squads they get a bit butthurt about the fact that I say the quality-wise is not too different. And I don't know why. They've all, they've been so butthurt about it ever since the start of the season. Like, most Liverpool fans weren't saying this at the start. Most Liverpool... Actually, the people that actually talk about it a lot were the City fans. City fans were saying, I'm worried about Liverpool. Worried about Liverpool. I'm not too worried about Arsenal. I'm worried about Liverpool. Yeah, because that's smart. You know what I'm saying? And and it's not just like a couple of City fans, it's all of them on the social media. It's pretty much most City fans, yeah. Like Hamza, Big Steve, um, Patrick, um Jan, as well. Um, even even to an extent there's somebody else, a City fan that's told me, Nobbins told me that it's Liverpool. It's all Liverpool. And I don't know why Arsenal fans are get so butter about it. And I think it's the fact that they've always see themselves as the closest to city and when your actual contenders tells you not you is another person i think that's why they just get a bit they forget i think it. arsenal fans forget that we've actually got players and the manager who are the only two team in the last few years to have gotten the better of city in one season at the end of the day like arsenal haven't done that you know we still got players here allison van dyke trent robertson salah who have who know what it takes to have beaten City to a title and Klopp obviously is the manager. Arsenal don't have that at the end of the day. But I think the squad thing was interesting because Ram's right, a lot of Arsenal fans are getting quite hurt over even even the suggestion that it might be a debate. They seem to think their squad is quite clear. And I don't see it that way. I think it's close and I'd hear an argument for either way to be honest with you. But I do think it's close. If you look at the keepers, Alison Kelleher I think overall is a better duo than Ramsdale Raya. I think because, because Alison's just the outlier. Yeah, in my opinion. Alison, hey, what do you mean if you speak you're in big trouble? Say it off your chest, get it off your chest, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the floor is yours. The floor is yours. Don't say it in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Say it on mic on the channel. That's, Let's go. That's, that's, get that's, off that's, your a, chest. that's an answer to Warrior J right there. Why? What about Ramnos Arsenal fans? Nah, talk. Oh, he's talking about a gal. Hey, name names, man. We put bullets on names. We put names on bullets over here. You know what I'm saying? Where to Alam? We put names on bullets over here. You have some name on those shots. You know what I'm saying? If you're talking to a gal, tell him. Hey, shout out to a gal. But hold that gal. He's talking to you. But go on. Go on, right. Oh yeah. Um, but then, but then you even look at the defensive depth, and Arsenal fans seem to think that their defensive depth doesn't even compare, like it's so clear. But actually, when you deep it, you got Gabriel. So obviously, you have to you have to rule out Timber, and it's unfortunate that you have to. But the fact is, he's not going to be playing for the majority of this season, which is just unfortunate. But you have to rule him out of this. They got Gabriel Saliba as the centre back. They got Kivior as their backup. Like who's this guy in it? Like like. Who, like, I've had kid, the conversation. Kid, I've had the conversation with a gal, and we went through this entire thing. And I was Gabriel like, "Look, um, Gabriel Saliba, I think they're a great partnership together. I think they're really mm. good. I think Ben White, our right back, is really good, even though he's just meant to be a centre back. Um, Cedric is ass. Um, yeah, he's crap. Left crap. left back, as Zinchenko is okay. He's decent. Um, and he says that Kivio is their backup left back, and I'm like, 
as a centre back, he's wank. As a left yeah, back, it's crap. He's just like there's there's nothing. There's take out one player from that team, then it all starts crumbling down. And I'm if like, you take out Saliba right now, they are like. Well, we saw it last season. Well, we saw it, yeah. And obviously, Timber was meant to come in and fix that, but it's just like I said, it's unfortunate. But you can't count him in this because he's missing pretty much most of the season now. Which is, just, like I said, it's just unfortunate. But it's just mm. one of those things. At the end of the day, I think that I kind of agree with what you guys are saying. My only thing is, I think Liverpool, in my opinion, have better players. Maybe like in our starting eleven. So like the Van Dyke, the yeah. Alleys, the Salas, the Trents, the Robert, like starting eleven can't. The problem that Liverpool have that Arsenal don't have, Liverpool have too big of a gap when you try to bring a player in if that one player doesn't play. So Robbo to Simica, the gap's too big. The centre back situation is kind of a bit too big for in my personal opinion. Yes. We don't really even have a right back. I mean, we're, we're putting Gomez there just for the sake yeah. of argument. No problem. Midfield, we don't even know what the midfield is, so I can't even really talk about that. And then the attack, kind of the same thing, really. But the attack probably is obviously our best. I think the attack is a strong point for us. Yeah, yeah, attack the best everywhere. You can maybe, you, you, yeah, 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 and yeah. and then go. But when I'm looking at Arsenal squad, it's not even that they they're better than us in terms of pound for pound, player for player. I don't think that. I don't think it's that. For me, their drop offs are not mad though. Like you're not talking about going from Ramsdale to Ray and thinking that like the gap from Allison to Kelleher is way bigger than the gap from Ramsdale. But is that to because Ramsdale. our our better plays, like you said, are, are better than their better plays? Do you get what I mean? Yeah, is no, that no, because I, it, it, and I do think that kind of plays a little bit like like I said, obviously Van Dyke is solid than that. They don't have players on that kind of level in terms of that. Maybe Saliba probably and. Partey, maybe that's about it. Like in terms of like real, probably. Yeah, yeah, but these are the only kind of players that you're looking at and saying, "All right, cool, this is like the top quality, like and Saka is also like the top quality players." The rest, you're just like, ah, I don't really know. I wouldn't call them that top quality. They've got been a real like Declan Rice. I still need he has. He's never even heard the Champions League theme, so I can't even try and put that in the conversation. Erdogan, I like Erdogan a lot. I do think he's actually a top yeah, class player. But good, yeah. the gap between their players, they're all on the kind of the same level. So when they rotate, it's not a madness. It's not like they're rotating from, as I said, Allison to Kelleher or Van Dyke to Kwanzaa. Or, you know, like it's not a mad gap like where you're sitting there thinking, shit, yeah, this is kind of long kind of thing. Their, their gap, their, their rotation options are like all kind of the same level. Maybe a little bit lower, but not crazy. That's why I feel like they would edge it purely on that basis because the team is still good enough to be able to challenge Manchester City. So even if they do rotate, it's all right. Or if they have an injury, it's okay. I'm not saying they'll win it just to be able to rotate. Whereas with us, bro, we get an injury in certain areas of that pitch, boy. It's starting to look a little bit crazy in the team. All of a sudden, mm. get one injury in midfield with the 10 million midfielders that we have, all of a sudden now, I just start looking mad. Like, and now, and you're sitting there thinking, do we have enough midfielders? Like, everyone's all panicking and I'm thinking, I don't know about all of that. Like, I just think it's, that's where I will edge them. But, as Ryan said before, we are the only team to be able to challenge this Manchester City team in the last God knows how many years. We know what it takes to win a Premier League. We know what it takes to go up against Manchester City, where you're going week to week trying to win a game 
every time you win a game 2-1, guess what, Man City, you just won 5-0. How about that? And you have to do that every single fucking we, week. And you're just we, like, we, oh my days. And yeah, they, they, they've, and, and, they win, two no, we win, two no, they win, three no, we win, three no, they win. And you're they, like, win, they win like two, we end up winning five nil. It's just dumb. And guess what? You, we end up winning five nil, and their goal difference is still bigger than ours. And you're just like, this isn't even making sense. I'm not even catching up to these guys. Like, whereas Arsenal last season, granted, they did their thing. You get what I'm trying to say? But whether they're able to push on with that, that's where I'm looking at Arsenal and saying, when you say last season and people say, oh, like last season we did that and all that kind of things. Last season, I'll say, compare it to this season, every single club has a target and that target is Arsenal. And they're going to put, a, they're going to be like, you're a team to be. A lot of yeah, the teams yeah. like your, 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 probably your, your Fulham's, you saw it with Fulham that they put in a brilliant performance and obviously Palina put a man in the match performance and they end up getting a point. All these kind of teams are going to see you and be like, you are that you're one of the best teams and we're gonna make it hard for you. You're gonna have to work hard for your points. Whereas last time they'll be like two no up in ten minutes and they're like, oh crap, what do we do now? And then hey, they're okay. surprised, you know. I've still got I've still got money on Manchester United to be up there, you know. I know you might not think it, but I feel like they're such a they that type of team, even under Ollie, bro. I've seen him go on like twenty game runs and that. Like yeah, to, wait, to be to be aware, top six. Where where are we going, G? <laughs> no, no, where are we going? I'm not saying title. I'm not going that far. But what I am saying is that I just think that we we might be discounting a lot of teams right now. Obviously, game week five we're coming up. Well, yeah, game week four and five that we're coming up to now. We're dismissing a lot of teams. I'm just like, eh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Like I feel like if Manchester United can click into gear. They will be a bit of a problem for a lot of teams later because they can go and run in, in seasons. I just don't know if they can sustain that though. But no, you will definitely go on a run this season. Guaranteed. Should we discount United to finish fourth? But I think it'll be a big gap between third and fourth. Do you get what I mean? Potentially. And this is what I'm saying. Yeah, what, I'm not going to people don't even try and. I'm not saying these guys are going to win no leagues. I don't think they're that good. You know what I'm saying? But I just think we might discount a lot of teams. Because we're not, it's like you take the eye off the ball for a second. You're just like, oh, yeah, no, they're kind of, they're, 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 this person's gone, that person's, nah, I, I'm not really looking. I feel like there's components in that team where if they can just click, and I kind of saw it last season through periods of time, if that team clicks properly and they're able to just build upon what you did last season, again, just like Arsenal, it just depends on if you can build. But as Ray said, <laughs> Liverpool have done this before. Like, we've literally sat in this stupid position trying to win from week to week to week to week. 18 games, unbeaten, won 16 of them, drew two of them. Guess what? Man City just won 18 out of 18. So it's like... You're, you're, it's, well, G, you just brought up a... You just brought up a great point, which is another difference between kind of Liverpool and Arsenal. Liverpool have been known to go on these... Mm. Mad runs of wins. Even, you look at even last season. We were so shit last season, but somehow... We got some seven-game winning run in the league towards the end of the season out of really nothing. Yeah. To be honest with you, and that was a really that was a shit season, terrible season. We've gone on in the past few years like seventeen-game winning runs, 10, 11, 9 game winning runs in seasons. Like that's the thing. Liverpool, you can see them going on some sort of run this season, but with Arsenal, I think their largest win consecutive winning run last season in the league was like I think it was seven or something. That and that's their biggest. So like. 
that's another difference between Liverpool and Arsenal is that I think most people would back Liverpool to go on a run more than yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. In terms of discounting teams, can we discount Chelsea? In what race? Yeah. In, in terms of what? And just in everything about the oh, Premier yeah, League. They won't get top everything. four of anything, yeah. no? I don't and think they'll they click and the players can click. They've got ballers in that team. Like, I problem don't they, think the problem, the problem they have is, G, they can't score goals. Yeah, they ain't got goals. They're us. I've said this. The biggest mm. issue that I have with Manchester United that I've said all summer long was we don't create enough, we don't score enough. And that's Chelsea for you. When you look at their team, I think Chelsea, the rest, goalkeeper, defence, central midfield, I think they're patterned pretty much. And then you get to their forward line and you go... But you got goalkeeper. I think that goalkeeper's trash. No, no, no. But I think he's good. I think he, I think he's good enough for them to finish top four. They finish top no, four. No, I don't think so. No, I think he's awful. So you think he's worse? You think he's worse think than Kepa? You think he's yeah, worse I than think Kepa? I think he's yeah, just think a little bit better. better. But I then again, so you're comparing Kepa. Kepa was on the floor in terms of barometers of goalkeeper. Yeah. So the point that I'm making is they finish top four with Kepa. So you don't mm. need a, a top quality goalkeeper to finish in the top four. If you're challenging and winning the Premier League, whole different conversation. The point but that I'm then making is from a defensive standpoint. They had Rudiger, Thiago Silva, Chris. No, I don't think it's like, of that level, but I think it's good enough. And then you put Caicedo together and you put Caicedo together. I'd say this, though. It, it kind of does matter when you've got other teams that are challenging that have good goalkeepers. As in, like, Liverpool Liverpool got the best goalkeeper in the world. You're be- Arsenal- the thing is, you're better than, like, I think you lot are better. I think you's. City and Arsenal are the three best teams. No, but the even then, the I think United football. United have got way better goalkeeper than Chelsea. Yeah, even Spurs have got a really good goalkeeper. Hey, yo, 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 yo. The way you're talking about Sanchez, yeah, you would have thought this guy just came from non league <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. Know, like, don't miss him like that. He's not bad I never rated him. Right. I, don't, I, don't I don't rate think him, he's a, I think he's a decent goalkeeper. I think he's, he's a, a decent goalkeeper. He's a good backup, in my opinion. Mm, Sounds like you're yeah, talking about Kepa. I've seen this guy make so many houses. The point that I'm making is when you look at their goalkeeper, you look at their defensive players, so like the players, centre-backs, full-backs, and you look at then add Kaitsedo and Lavi in front of that as well from a they don't concede even last year they didn't concede a lot of goals Chelsea's that Elanga goal that Elanga goal the way my man dived and he still it was still in the middle of the net no they didn't have much power on it though it weren't like a Rooney it weren't like a Rooney finish where he people doing too much man that's not his fault yeah. All that went yeah. on, and we're gonna look at the goalkeeper. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I think you know you, uh, like, you guys are being too nice. Flawless, flawless. Do you know when you spoke Bro. about Lavia there? Do you even think Lavia, mm-hmm. even when he's fit, will be a regular starter for them? Because yes, the, I reckon they play a double pivot of Enzo Caicedo, and then they play when Nkunku eventually comes back. In, like in January, he'll play as a ten lad. And where does Lavia exactly fit in? Because we all know no, Poch's Formation is four two three one, like yeah, but that's with he might switch it up, but that's without obviously you put in you put in Konku in the mix. That's a whole different uh, scenario, and I believe he can play out wide as well. But I'm saying with everyone fit, you just play those three in midfield. You play Kai. I think he should. Yeah, but I, think I don't think he doing. will. I think yeah, Konku is gonna go up front. I, I actually don't think he'll play. I think he's gonna play up front. That's a shout. I think that he will. Ju- he will have to be like. The guy is a remember, remember when Nkunku played for Leipzig, he, even though he times a tank played as a false nine, quite a lot of the time he played with a big man up front as well. Yeah, so come so you get someone in and around him who's relatively good in those kind of things. As in like, we're talking. 
We're talking like a Giroud kind of player or like a like a Heskey kind of player. That's why I would, the big guy that would do a lot of the hard work. That's personally why I would write off. I would write off Chelsea because I just don't think they're gonna score enough. That's why I would write them off for top four. I like Chelsea, like the players that they've got. I feel like they've got like some real gems in there. Agreed. Right. They just won't, maybe they just won't really. Like you know if I mean? you put a bad boy, if you put a bad boy number nine in that team, oh, they set. I said this. If yeah, you put, yeah. Take take Ivan Tony from Brentford and you put Ivan Tony in that side yeah. and you've got Sterling the other side of him Hot and then you've got Enzo, Lavia and then Kunku and you have Enzo and then you've got Silver and Caldwell and Reese James and Gusto. All of a sudden you got a team. But that bad yeah. boy number nine is a miss. I've said this. That fears me that they could go and get Ivan I think they will Same get way with Arsenal as well. Because Arsenal be that that frightens me if Arsenal go and get an Ivan Tony because then your front three is Saka Martinelli Tony with all the guys behind it. That's it. Arsenal so weird. Like, like you mean to tell me they're bare strikers in the world, but you decided to keep Enkepia and no disrespect to Enkepia because <laughs> he's not a shit striker. But I actually like one of the strikers in the whole world that like that you and the money that you're splashing in this summer. You mean you couldn't go and find a better striker than Enkepia? Like. Yeah, I hope not. I want him. You know, I've said this for the longest. I've been talking about. I, Tony 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 I don't know why you man are not doing these type of signings. Like you guys Gee, are going out. We don't make smart decisions. That's why <laughs> we don't make yeah. smart decisions. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Do you feel if Ivan Tony wasn't banned, you would have gone for him in the summer? Maybe it's a potential. Yeah, All maybe. I can say is maybe because maybe. you have been linked with him. Um he seems to fit like he would fit what Ten Hag would like. Yeah. He's in the Premier League, so who knows? Because his players. Like, so, yeah, I do with... feel you would have got gone for Kane a lot more if I thought you find out what to talk about FFP or something like that. Yeah, with the I just don't think we would have splashed what Spurs wanted. I don't see us hundred mil, hundred and thirty, the hundred and forty M's on one player. I just don't see us. Yeah. Doing. I you really, would have to really do really the jig, like the one player yeah. that you needed in the summer, and then you would just get back. Yeah, and he wasn't the final. That's the way people were talking about Kane, like he was the final piece of the jigsaw. And I said it all along. I said, no, he's not. I said, he's not been a needle and people love to defend him. He's not a needle mover for Spurs. Why is he going to come to Manchester United where we're in disarray as well and be a needle mover for us? Because if we sign you for 100 plus million, let's say it was 120 I'm not hearing the rest of the team's not good enough. If you sign in for 120 million and you're world-class, which he is, and you're one of the best strikers in the league, which you are, and you're one of the best strikers in Europe, which he is, because I'm a big fan of Harry Kane, but deliver. I've said this already. He should have delivered for Spurs, not necessarily um, a Prem or a Champions League. We're winning the FA Cup. Win, definitely good enough to win an FA Cup and League Cup. 110%. They've They've had terrible exits, but people don't want to talk about it. They went out to Nottingham Forest and Sheffield United this last season. They went and out he to played Middlesbrough in both those games. Middlesbrough, you get what I'm saying, all them things. He's the best player on the pitch. Went out in the Champions League to AC Milan. People will tell you he's the best player on the pitch over 180 minutes. Deliver. Liao did. When AC Milan played Napoli, Liao delivered. Yeah, that's true. He mm. delivered over those 180 minutes. And it's not necessarily about winning. It's about... Impact. I say it all the time. Impact the game. Be the player where it's like, if you lose, you go. Right, such and such was... Like, Mbappe, after In they the lost Cup the World final. Cup final, his stock went up. Because everyone was looking... Everyone knows I'm a massive fan of Mbappe. He's my current favourite. I was looking at him going, you need to step up at this moment. Your country needs you. And he did that. 
And his stock rose even in losses because it's like, right, you impacted the game. So you're telling me that Mbappe can do that, but Harry Kane, who people will say is also world-class, can't. So that's why I looked at the Harry Kane thing for the prices they was talking. And that's just any player. If, you're, if I'm spending 100 million on you, or 100 million plus, I'm not hearing any excuses about the team, about the manager, about where you're playing, deliver, because you've cost 100 plus million, especially attacking players as well. But people want to want 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 to cuddle players and be like, oh nah, that's it's everyone. That's what I didn't like about Kane at Spurs. It was always, oh, it's Spurs' fault. Spursy this, Spursy that. Daniel Levy, the other players, the manager. What about him? Mm. Nah, he's a bottom. Yeah, I agree. When, yeah? when you got hundred million, hundred million plus pound plays going to clubs, and you know, giving away penalty in his first game and letting the languid dunk on your head, you know, like. Bro, you, you can't be having excuses, man. That's all it is. Yeah. So I had to get that in, man. I've got such a Kaiseido agenda. I can't even lie. Nah, yeah, I know. I, I, even I, I'm, I'm not stupid. Like, I know he's going to come good because he is, he's quality, in it? He's, he's cost that yeah, many. Yeah, yeah, you know, I wanted him at United. He's a bullet. He yeah, will like, come good, but whilst he's, quality, he's not, man. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm saying. Nah, of course. It was hilarious to watch. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, everyone's watching all of his mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like the one against West Ham, the one against Forest. I watched them both. I was like, oh, like, you that know he's Forest going to get... The way he just miscontrolled yeah. it. We're like, someone like, you know what's going to happen here. It's like you said, right? like, yeah, right now he's doing shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's going to happen is it will just go under the radar and in like six months time, out of nowhere, you're just going to be like, yes, he might be one of the best, best midfielders in the Premier League. Like, it will just happen yeah. one day you'll just be sitting there having a debate about midfielders and then he will just come up and you'll be, and then someone will say, Someone won't remember the six months that's just proceeded. So you'll be like, nah, go back through the game. Because you'll only remember the shitness that he was at the beginning of his time at Chelsea. Then you'll start going back through games and start thinking, shit, you know what? Yeah, he's actually he's actually as good as we thought he was going to be. But yeah, right now, yeah, we have to laugh. Like, if you don't, then you're going to miss out. Because when he becomes good, it's going to be long. thing is, it was just annoying with the whole Kaiseido thing because... It wasn't even the Casado thing that really... I, obviously, it hurt a bit because for a few hours it seemed like we were getting him at the end of the day, but I got over the Casado thing. It was the Lavia thing that pissed me off just because of just because of losing them both like that. It was just... We should have had Lavia in the bag for a minute. And you know what it is? It's like, Casado is much... I would have much rather had Casado, obviously. But do I honestly think Casado is a 60... Is 60 million pounds better than Lavia? I don't. I don't think he's 60 million pounds better than him. Like I'll be honest with you, like I would have still taken Lavi hundred percent. Like, but I, I the club saying, fucked hey. up over four million. I still feel that quid. Chelsea just did it for banter. Chelsea definitely brought Lavi to piss us off as well. <laughs> like there was definitely an, an element of getting back at Liverpool. I'm telling, like I'm telling you, bro, it's crazy. Hey, before we close out, there was still over seventy of you lot locked in. Only at thirty-five likes though. Like check one two one two. Like check one two one two. Let's bump up to 50 likes, people. Let's hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button on the channel. Make sure you subscribe to G's channel. Can one of the uh, mods put his channel in the comment section? Make sure you subscribe to the Ram Stand as well. Mm -hmm. Link is in the title, people, as well. And yeah, Vic Victoria, I forgot about that. That um, Chelsea. Was it Chelsea or was it you lot? Yeah, it was you lot. Because I remember Hassan shouting at me about Tyler No, Adams. it was that Chelsea. Chelsea. Was it Chelsea linked with Tyler Adams? Tyler Adams. Adams. He had a medical and then they pulled out of the deal so they could yeah. get Caicedo. And then we, I think, no, what happened was we weren't even, I think Paul Joyce in an article, <laughs> he said it as a kind of Liverpool could go for Tyler Adams. Yeah. It seemed more of an opinion. Yeah. But we actually never remember, went in. Yeah, because Hassan was big because all that broke, the Tyler Adams thing broke 
when we was on Battle of the North, shout out Matisse, you know, that's the whole. And I remember him shouting at me about it. Like, I was like, yo, why? Uh, you know what? I was on holiday. <laughs> yeah, you've been I was on holiday and he stressed me out for like an hour. And then I heard he was going Bournemouth, so I calmed down. <laughs> why did he stress you out? And the next man? day we got Endo. Fucking. There you go, see? You should have got Tyler but Adams to get him out. Adams over Endo, though. Yeah, facts. I would have taken Adams out of that shithole that is Leeds United. You know what I'm saying? You should have took one of their players. We don't need them back. Fuck Leeds. You know what I'm saying? I, will I still say can't believe we actually end. brought Endo as of the end. Yeah, then he went Bournemouth, Victoria. Hold that. I'm glad he went Bournemouth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but now I hear what you're saying in regards to um, yeah Tyler Tyler Adams. And I remember you lot getting linked with him. I remember Hassan losing his mind. And it's like, it's not like you lot made a bid. Was, you know no, we, I don't even think we were ever really went in for him or anything <laughs> like that. Saying. It was just that yeah, I think Paul Joyce just said it as an opinion because he was oh. available and he would have been cheap. Do you get what I mean? I think that's yeah. he just suggested it and people just got um, worried because Paul Joyce said it. Like, yeah, I, I think it was it's more crazy. of an opinion to be honest. But before we close out, your next your next game is Wolves. away at Wolves, right? Away at his three yeah. o'clock kickoff. No, Saturday 12.30. Oh, fuck Saturday. Oh, you lot of the end. Oh, yeah, you lot of the end. I hate Saturday 12.30s now, you know. Especially away from home as well. Yeah, away. You know how bad we are away from home on Saturday 12.30s? We lost to Forest and Bournemouth the way last night. So this is not a certain win? Is this not a certain win? Nah, believe it or not, I do think we'll win because I think we're better than last season. It should be. It should be. It I should be a dirty win. Prediction. Predict, not going predict, to be. Prediction, Ram. You know what I'm saying? Prediction. Wolves, Liverpool, twelve thirty early kickoff. Premier League football back, ladies and gentlemen. One 0 Wolves. Right, jeez. Liverpool. Don't do that. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't do that. You just said you weren't confident, so I just assumed you was gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I said it wouldn't be a certified win. Doesn't mean that it was still a other thing. Win. It'll be a. Hard win. Hard fought 1-0 win. Hard, hard fought one nil win in, in the Midlands, yeah? All right, yeah. cool. Ryan, what are you saying? Um, I'll go I'll go 3-1. We'll definitely concede. Because I think we're going to put... If Trent's out, we're going to have a pro- potential back line of Gomez at right back, Matip, Kwanzaa and Robertson. Like... Who's Kwanzaa? Who's that? At this point, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Gee, don't do that, bro. Can I is injured and Van Dijk suspended? <laughs> Who's Kwanzi? Oh, I don't know who that is. I've been. He's a sir. He's he's a he's no, a actually young like player. Actually uh, he's, like a, him, he's, he's a very good young centre. Is, is he? What is he? Through Melwood? Is that where he's come from? Yeah, he's through yeah. Melwood. Yeah. Okay. okay he's a, I actually okay, like bro. him, but yeah, yeah, like come on, bro. Like, like Trent's injured really more. as well. When did Trent yeah, he went off against Villa. Yeah. Oh, right, I do okay, have a feeling he could be back this weekend though. All right, so your so your 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 back four is going to be Gomez right back, Matip, Kwanzaa, and then Robertson. All right, yeah, potentially. Mind you, I, don't, like... I just don't think Wolves have have a good attack in it. Like you should, they should have beaten you, but they just miss hella chances. Like yeah, they miss. But and our attack, I might, and our attack just kind of gives me confidence against most teams. To be honest, like even if some of them aren't performing, like I can't tell you what front three we're going to put out on Saturday because we got options in it. Like, I know Salah's going to play, obviously, because it's Salah, but like whether it's Nunes down the middle, Gakpo down the middle, it's, I, I don't know in it. But we've got options from the bench as well to make a difference. So I'm, I'm, I am I'm love the attacking options we've got. I don't think Mac honest. is going to play. Yeah, same, because he did, the guy played it for Argentina against a team that was 11,000 feet over sea level, yeah, bro. Bolivia, like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. He ain't played on Saturday. Saturday. Man had so to no wear an oxygen so mask. Who's in, so who's, who's in midfield? It's Endo... What, I reckon Graven Birch starts. Graven Birch starts. And, and it's a boss, yeah. 
Mm. Gavin Birch, Savoslai, and uh, Endo. Endo. Uh, Jones. No, Even no, I think Curtis would the TR go be back? I think it would be Gavin Birch, Curtis Jones, and Savoslai. Oh, Curtis Jones, yeah, yeah. Curtis as well. Bajkatic and Tiago, I think, are back as well. Although, I'm surprised Bajkatic hasn't got like even a sub appearance recently, mm. even though he's been in the squad for like the last three games. First, first, first. What are you saying, G? Prediction? I think we'll win. I think we should win. No, let me not say that because I don't think we should win. <laughs> yeah. I would say 3 1. I say 3 1. Why are you guys going for if we don't win, uh, listen, you see all of that Kwanzaa and all of this? Yeah, then you'll know why I keep kicking my feet and then you'll understand. But Is he that bad? Oh. Is he that bad? No, no, no. no. It's, not, it's not about him no, being that. He's just a hater, man. Like no, no, no. No, no, no. It's not about being a hater, bro. It's just about... Now yeah. do you understand what I mentioned before about Arsenal's drop-off and Liverpool's drop-off? Uh, so you've gone from Canate to Kwanzaa. That's too big of a gap. I'm sorry. That's not to take one that he's dead. It's just that yeah. too big of a no, gap. No, but I understand that. But you could also argue that about Arsenal as well. Nah, there's no gap that they've got that goes from Canate to Kwanda. Who's the gap in their defense? Gabriel gets injured. Sorry, yeah. Saliba gets injured. Sorry. Ben White can slot into that position. You've got Tommy mm-hmm. Atkins to slot into that position. Calm. I'll, I'll be super happy about that. That was my backup. Too bad. Super. You would. You'll do that every day of the week. You'll do that. Look, look. G is obviously right. hating G's, because of nah, me, right. myself, myself, and um, JJ have got stuck on concert. Yeah, and ever since then, G's just been look, on our case. I don't. I like. I like most of these players. What I'm saying is. You're talking about the gap. Remember, we're trying to go for the... Everyone's talking about going for the knees and stuff like that. If man's got to rely on Kwanzaa, I'm just like, yeah. Bear in mind, he's the same age as Levi Colwell and people want to Levi Colwell. Look at the level of Levi Colwell and look at the level of Kwanzaa. There, there's levels to this. Man can't be on that kind of... Like, man's 20 and Colwell already looks like, yeah, I'll take him today. Kwanzaa, you're like, all right, I need to see you for like 10, 15 matches just to see if you can be a backup player. Yeah, yeah there's levels to this, man. There's levels to this. People get excited about Kwanzaa because he looks like Van Dyke as well. It's like, oh, Van Dyke's son. Yeah, like yeah, that, I mean, like. yeah but, but he's not a rubbish player, though. Like, he's no, that thing, I think he's good from what I've seen. I actually yeah. like him. And I, I'm excited to see him in Europa. That's where he should be getting his game time. Get your game time in Europa League group stages. Like, I'm actually excited to see him in that. But to throw him in in the start in a Premier League game, bro, like... You gotta be worried because he's still improving at this level at the end of the day. He's still exactly. only twenty. Like, yeah. all I'm you can't be putting that is, much pressure on him. All I'm you saying is, go on, go on, I'm saying get it off your chest. Go on. I can see you smiling where your eyes have lit up. Nah, man, you're a fan of Kwanzaa. Don't hold back. I'm a fan of him as well. That's there we go, man. You're right around on the train with you. This is pure lies. This is pure lies. But I just don't want us to put that much pressure on him. It's pure lies from you. This is pure lies from Flawless. Everyone knows that I rate What did I lie about? Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. What did I lie about? However, what? No, however, no, 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 not no, However, what no. did I lie about? <laughs> what did I lie about? That I don't think that, that I think Kwanzaa is going to be a, 
like that. No, I think Kwanzaa is ready to start for the. Uh, for I'm Liverpool asking. Football this club. is the first time I've heard of him. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I the, the Kwanzaa I knew before this was an alternative to Christmas. What are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's only Kwanzaa no, I was aware of. All, all I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm saying. saying is seriously, hey, G, G does like, have a point. G does have a point. As in, like, I'm I'm the same as well. I mean. No matter how much I rate the guy, or no matter no matter how much stocks I have in the guy, and whether he's going to do well or not, I'm very protective when it comes to youngsters playing for the first team in it. Like, I like if, that, man. If, if you're like, you, you can't rely on them to play in week in week out unless they're going to be like generational players, you know. And I don't think Kwanzaa is going to be a generational player. I think he's going to be a very good player. Very but I don't mean so that he goes so, stuff so, him so into. So I was right then that you think he's a good player then. Yeah, but then you you just twist so it. Isn't it? But he, but he's not ready to. He's not ready to play <laughs> for Liverpool Football Club at this moment. I never said you said he was. I'm just guessing by your response that you think he's good enough to play right now, and you agree with me. See how this works out. No, I don't think he's I ready agree. to play. So you don't think he's good enough for you to go and get a result at Wolves? I don't so think he's ready to play at this moment. I think he's ready to play in terms of Europa, FA Cup. Yeah, but you pre you predicted a one 0 win, so it can't be that detrimental to the team. Because we got Alison Becker, man. Yeah, so you're good then. You know what I'm saying? He's calm. He's no, not but that I told you he's going to be... I want to have their heart attacks during the game, bro. I don't want any heart attacks. It's 12.30, bro. I don't want to get should, any heart attacks. You shouldn't have heart attacks, man. You should trust in Jürgen. You know what I'm saying? And trust in Alisson Becker, like well, you said, and the rest if of your he, players. Flawless, you know, you know by now, being a Liverpool fan is never calm. thing is, Ooh, our, our midfield has to protect... And Brian rates uh, him as well, so that should give you confidence. Yeah, I, I think he's a good player. See? But like our midfield has to protect the defense as much as possible as well, because I think that's one of the reasons why the Villa game we give Matip and Gomez so much credit, and they did play very well. But I also think they were very well protected by the midfield for most of the game as well. Like it wasn't like last season where we had a shit midfield and they were also getting exposed every five seconds. Like uh, the midfield also played a massive part the other day. I mean, yeah, Major Pops is terrible. My reputation precedes me, and I agreed with him. That's the crazy part. And he said I was twisted. It. Yo, I've got <laughs> a question for you guys about about centre backs, right? I've yeah, got... go on, Ryan. And it's this, this might not go down well, yeah. But does anyone else feel that we slightly overrate Kanate? Bro, I've said it a hundred times. Oh no, you got the biggest one. like there's no man's behind like. But he's a sick defender, though. But he ask, him to, like him. ask him to, like, you know, back in the day, when I was kickball, you know, when he used to do like a drill where you would dribble, like, in and out of the cones, I promise you, Kanaki is not doing that drill. Like, he's done no, 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 something. No. Passing, passing the ball, passing the ball, I'm a bit sketchy about. But when it comes to actually carrying the ball, he's actually quite decent. He's a good ball carrier. He is no, actually good. But he cannot carrier. pass the same. Right. You know what he is? Okay, you know what? He's as good as ball carriers as Open Car. Let's go to that. No, I think, a, no. I think he's a top quality player. I think the only Number issue four, that he has is he can't is. stay fit. You know what it is, Mikanate? What you're saying, what you're saying, he is sick. I do think. I think he's a. I think in a back three, you can't play him as a wide centre back. In a back two, you can play him in a back two like that. As a wide uh, centre back. He can't do that. Like it's all like you say he's, so he's, he's not good enough on the ball. Is that your problem with him? He's not good enough. He's not comfortable. You can tell he's not comfortable defending in wide areas. As soon as he gets out there, it's like nosebleed settings. Like he's treading water in the deep end. Like you can just see the uncomfortability. But put him in the center, yo. I'm good. With that. I'm good. With you know what it is for Kanata? Well. Kanata, 
Can I say this though, G? So if, he was to, if he was to do the matter kind of thing where he just goes on an adventure and gives it off to like Salah, would you be okay with that? Because personally, for me, I'd be okay with that. I've never seen him do it. I don't think. Oh, I've seen it from Dufo for Leipzig. Actually, Leipzig is actually quite good sometimes. Look, look what we've done for Leipzig. I don't care what we've done for Leipzig. Like, for Leipzig, Sobozalai was a dope goal-scoring midfield. Like, he ain't coming in to do none of that stuff. Yeah? And, but, and also worked out at the same time, G. Nowhere near to the level that he's working at Liverpool. He wasn't nah, leading. When you're playing for a Red Bull team, he wouldn't require to have done the same thing at Liverpool that he's been asked to do, that he was asked to do at Leipzig. Why would he? He was, no, like, he, he was the true. primary player. There's also, also, the also, when you're playing for a Red Bull team, you have to be built to. Yeah, that's okay. And that's all calm. But when you come to Liverpool, you're coming into like a, a certain type of cog where, one, you've got world class players around you anyway. Salah's. We've got other players that can do exactly the same thing that you did at Leipzig that no one else could do. We've got that already. What goal scoring? I don't need you to score goals. I've got Salah to do that. I've got Peters to do that. I've got Gapo, I've got Nunes. In terms of just being uh, cover on the right-hand side for Trent, that's where we need you, though. We need someone a bit more athletic. We need someone with a bit of work rate. That's where he comes in. He weren't doing that at, at Leipzig to the extent that he's not having to do it here at Liverpool. That's why I say it's not like that. But back to Canate, if man's got to talk about what he did at Leipzig, that's like me saying, yeah, Messi at Barcelona was great. Like, what are you doing today? I need to know today, can you do these things? You can't do any kind of thing. Would you argue defender, though? Like, man would never slate in the face. But do you know what it is with Canate, though? It's like, the thing is with me is that I, the, the on the ball, I know he's not good, great on the ball, but like, that doesn't even bother me too much. Like, he's a centre back, so like, if you can do your primary job, which is defend, then I'm cool, but like, I just feel like he's quality and he's a quality centre-back. And for me, he, he definitely has the potential to easily be one of the best centre-backs in the world, for sure. But I just feel he still has a few too many bozo moments for me at times. Like, that's what it is. Like, yeah, he can be... Yeah, he just has a few too many bozo moments when it comes to his to defending. Closely, and I just I want him to cut them out. Well, obviously, you lot are Liverpool fans, so you're watching him more closely than me. But from when I've seen... He has, him, bozo, he has his bozo moments... At probably the best times, as in like we're winning three nil, four nil, and he just has those balls. No, 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 he doesn't. He's done the madness. I've seen us against Villa, and he's done the madness, and we didn't win those games in the slightest. And that's just two games I literally just dropped. Bro, my... that fuck, do you remember that Forest home game where we won 3 2 last season? Oh my days, he got bullied second half, bro. Yeah, but I wouldn't unit. Yeah. I think I think our new bullies a lot of shaky as well. Our new bullies a lot of defenders. Yeah. I, might, I didn't even no, know. He is, but Canati was man. awful that second half against Forest. I remember, and then against Tottenham as well at Anfield, where we dropped the three goal lead. Man, he was shaking that game like, as well. If I, if I, if I wanted to centre back, like you know, people use the, the the debate with between Saliba and Canati. But I have to pick one for the for Saliba. what one. In a in a in a defender in my team, I'll pick Saliba every day. I think Saliba's better as well. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like he's super comfortable. Don't even come out with a ball from the back. He's quick. He's strong. Like he, he's not as strong as Kanate. He's probably not as quick as a Kanate, but he's still very very quick. Man, are saying like Kanate, I'm just like you look like you just have too many bozo moments. And then, as you said, flawless. But I can't stay fit at all. 
Yeah, yeah, that's my biggest issue. Because those two together as a partnership is cold, though. That idea. Yeah, Oxenai's Libra as a partnership is cold. Yeah, that's a They're like, one is the aggressor and one is the passive. One is active, one is passive. That is the partnership. Thing is, I still think Van Dyke is our best centre back. I genuinely still think he's not hard to think about. That is true. He's it's true. Top, he's not hard, hard. but yeah. No, but even then, Van Dijk's got the fundamentals. He's six foot four. He's relatively quick. He's good in the air. He's strong. He's got the fundamentals to be that. He just needs to be competent at tackling. And he's he, well, sometimes, most of the time, he is. But sometimes he does. He's too complacent at times now. I think he's like stupid enough. Alright, fair enough. Hey, love to everyone who's locked in. Like I said, make sure you bump up the likes, people, whether you're watching this live or watching this back. Share across all the socials. Subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV. Don't forget to subscribe to G's channel, GTV Football. Make sure subscribe to Ram's channel, The Ram Stand as well. Don't forget we're on all audio platforms as well. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV. And this show and all the other shows on the YouTube channel, apart from Watch Alongs, will pop up on their people um but yeah g we'll go to you anything you want to add before we leave out and let them know where they can find you what you got coming up all of that good stuff um yeah gtv football channel um they're in the in the name so make sure you guys obviously head over there if you can that's a lot to any make video sure people. um yeah we got flawless repeat every time we got ran we got ran like it's a good chat man it's a really really good um good conversation late night vibe as well uh this week this week uh, tomorrow we might have a talk about football. Um, is football becoming too artificial? So is it too becoming too like system, 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 system? You know what I mean? Like where we we don't see many players who get to you know be free. You know what I mean? The Wilfred Zaha's, uh, Ben Arthur's, Terraps, you know, like Terraps, sorry. Um, all these kind of players, they're all kind of just dying. Say Maxim, you like all these guys are going now. Yeah, you know I mean, now it's all about. I need you to play left wing, but when you play left wing, I need you to be able to do a job over and that side. Back in the day, you think Giggs is doing all that kind of nonsense on the left wing? No way. It's not happening. And I think it's good. it would just be a good conversation to have to where do we think football's kind of heading because that will also determine who we deem to be good players because if we're judging them by yesteryear, for example, in today's day and age, David Beckham would be a right back. He would not be playing right midfield because he wouldn't be quick enough. Like he just in today's football, we just wouldn't be deemed quick enough really to do a job there. You have to put him in like maybe centre midfield, maybe like a centre midfield probably position, but he wouldn't be, in my opinion, like a right mid, you know, kind of thing. I don't think that would be because I've seen Jaden Sancho, he's not quick, but he's really good on the ball. And I just don't feel like he would fit what we're trying to do realistically here. But yeah, I think it'll be a good chat. And I think. We're going to do that tomorrow. That'd be fire. So you lot, make sure a hey, one of the mods put G's channel in the comment section. Make sure you go subscribe to his channel as well. Ram, what you got coming up? Let them know where they can find you. All that good stuff. The return of the Ram stand. Yeah, man. Um, I've got um, probably this week will be a preview of the Wolves game. Uh, I might do a stream on that international roundup, how all the Liverpool players have done. Any news, uh, any news about Liverpool, and yeah, man, just a couple of uh, stuff that's going to be happening this week, probably. So yeah, just keep a lookout, Ram Stand. Um, give it a subscribe, put your turn in the, turn the notification bell on, and all that good stuff. 
Yeah, man. Large up to everyone that's tapped in. I know it's set on the upcoming live stream schedule Q&A. Probably run pro clubs, people. So that's what you'll get um, tomorrow. Well, technically today, though. And then obviously Thursday, you'll get your Manchester, the other, one of the other crossovers, the Manchester United Arsenal show. So Man United going to talk from the Arsenal. That'll be back Thursday night. But check out the upcoming live stream schedule. Make sure you follow the kick as well, because that's where you'll get the non-Manchester United Premier League watch-alongs, people. So, of course, you'll get, what, we, what games are we even doing? Everton, Arsenal, and I think it's Newcastle, Brentford as well. And Bournemouth, Chelsea. I think they are the three. Doing, people. We've got Brighton at home. Three o'clock kickoff. Yeah, Brighton at home. So that'll be on here, people. But all of these are on the upcoming live stream schedule, like I stated. So, yeah, the late kick on Saturday, which... Let me know in the chat. I'm thinking it's... Is it Brentford? Or is it Newcastle? Is it someone? I can't remember. Let me know in the chat. Newcastle are playing Brentford. Yeah, so it's the Newcastle-Brentford game then. Yeah, that'll be the late kick we're doing um, on Saturday on the kick. Make sure you follow the Sarcasm City TV kick and then the two games on the Sunday, I believe, which are Bournemouth-Chelsea and Everton-Arsenal, I do believe. But Ryan, anything you want to add before we close out, fam? Um, yeah, first, it's, it's great to um, stream with G for the first time. Big up you, brother. Like, great, great stream. And also, one final thing to Ram, you know, his goal, you know, falling further behind the real goal of tennis, Um, you know, 24th Grand Slam the other day. You know, he was hurt. I, I knew he was hurt. You're on mute. I mean, I've muted my thing, so I can't hear you at all. I'm just saying he was hurt, man. He, he's, he's having to accept, man, that maybe Nadal isn't, you know, isn't the one, man. Isn't the one, you know, my guy, 24 Grand Slams now. He's gonna he's gonna win even more, you know. I don't I don't think there's a debate anymore, to be honest with you. So Ram, you can hold that, bro. I'm afraid, man. You've you've hated on my guy too much recently, you know. I can't lie, you've hated on him too much. Yeah, my kid. Yeah, I'm saying there we go. But yeah, we're gonna close out. And yeah, he's finished. He's finished. He's done. 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 He's done.